diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout. And be heard. What, what, what's new? Mike yet. Ah, oh, there we go. Hey, what's up, Epe? We doggies. <laughs> I am El Epe. That is J-Dubs. And this is the hideout. No. Oh. Come on in. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. And star-1041 if you have a singular wireless phone. That you is, should. That is Trunks Radio Bottom. He manages the AOL Instant Messenger. Yeah. Real Radio Hideout, if you prefer to type as opposed to call. However, you will not become a radio star via typing. We must hear your voice. That is uh, Tommy Bateman. He is our producer. He mans the talk and roll controls. He's responsible for the content on realradio.fm under the hideout page. And I love customer service. He also is the first host... For the hideout after parties at Chillers, downtown Orlando, 33 West Church Street. Now, Tommy's been briefing me on all the stuff he has planned. He has a big bunch of stuff planned for when he goes down there. I'm not going to spoil it for him, but he's going to be making huge announcements. And the greatest appearance of all time, apparently, will happen tomorrow night with the first ever official hideout uh, after party. This could be history making. What Tommy has planned out there. Everything I do is history making. That is Putin. He is the unpaid, nice cover. unpaid producer, and he handles your phone calls again at four zero seven nine one six one zero four one and triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Well, J Dubs, there's a lot to get to this evening. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, you have audio from the greatest television show you've ever seen. I didn't get to see the whole thing, which makes me mad. I only caught, like, the last 40 minutes of this show. Do you want me to say what the show it is? Sure, go ahead. It's called Transgeneration. All righty. Now, when I tuned into this, have you seen this, Putin? No, I just really like that name. Now, when I Figures. when I tuned into this, uh, all it said on the, like, info portion was uh, college kids cope with uh, decisions through their college career. It didn't really say anything about them being transgendered, which it was. <laughs> so I tuned into the show, and actually the first chick on there wasn't that bad. The, one, the first chick dude I saw, and I was thinking, she has a kind of a fugly face, but I would do it. All right, I can't wait then. And it, when you watch this thing, I'll let you borrow it. When you watch this thing... It, it completely makes you think that, wow, if I was drunk at a bar, I definitely would take this one home. I tell you what, I even want to see if I can look at the chick before we air the audio. Okay, yeah, I can definitely take you to somewhere where you can watch it. So uh, somewhere where you and I can look at the transgender chick? Outstanding. Yeah, take a take a longer break that time. Uh, we and have get me a biscuit. We have that coming up for you. We have uh, also, too, the Hideout Headline Game Show. There's so much that we just want to talk about as well. First, though, speaking of audio tapes, 
I got these two clips. Um, We've been sitting on them. Yeah, a couple days ago. One of John Kerry and then one of President Bush. And well, I'd, ju- I'd just like to play them back-to-back for a second. I love watching John Kerry talk. It's like seeing an oak tree speak. Yeah, like... <laughs> I, I'm, like I'm, I'm half, I'm half uh, expecting him to throw an apple at me while I run with my dog. Like it's Lord of the Rings 2. Or even uh, uh, Wizard of Oz. I would play the clip of Kerry real fast. The president finally acted and admitted a mistake, only because he was held accountable by the press, cornered by events, and compelled by the outrage of the American people who with their own eyes could see the failure of leadership and its consequences. Ironically, if you were to ask me if that was an oak tree talking, I would probably say yes. He looks like like the last page of a Mad Magazine, where if you folded it up, you, it would it'd be like a, a stink wrinkle or something. And I thought Herman Munster was dead. He was good in My Cousin Vinny. Mm-hmm. That was his best role. Poor guy. All right, Treebeard. It's Treebeard from Lord of the Rings. All right, now, but do you do you hear the... What he's con- trying to say? The conviction yeah. in his voice. Play the clip one more time, because what he's saying, I completely agree with wholeheartedly. And believe that he believes it. Yeah. The president finally acted and admitted a mistake, only because he was held accountable by the press, cornered by events, and compelled by the outrage of the American people who with their own eyes could see the failure of leadership and its consequences. What uh, amazes me about John Kerry, he lost. And he's still out there trying to uh, speak on uh, on subjects. If George Bush would have lost, I guarantee you wouldn't see him at all. Well, here's what's going to happen after 08. W is going to get a nice, cushy job, probably at a place, let's say, uh, Halliburton. And uh, we'll rarely hear from him. But the thing about Kerry, too. You know, I think he's going to write a book, just like Clinton did, but his is going to be paint by numbers. And it'll be really educational, and maybe, you know, it'll, have, it'll be uh, fun for everyone. With a few connected dots thrown in. Oh, yeah. And maybe, you know, like like just the four-line uh, like uh, crossword where you can get, like, cat and tree. So, but the thing about Kerry, though, and all is that he is a senator, and he, too, uh, is probably trying to gear up again for 08, although yeah. there's no way. No, they won't let him. No, you had your time, and you missed it. Now, by contrast, let's listen to W talking talking about... If it were to rain a lot, there's concern from the Corps of, uh, Army Corps of Engineers that the levees might break. And so... Therefore, we're cautious about encouraging people to return at this moment of history. Okay. Um, now, I have something real quick. I didn't get to see, originally, I did not get to see when he said he took, uh, you know, he, he took responsibility for everything that went wrong with uh, the communication of getting people down there to help right. the, the victims. Did you watch that? Mm-hmm. Did you see him not looking anybody in the eye, looking down, kind of? Looking away. Yeah. It was amazing to me when I saw that, because no one really mentioned that when they were playing the clip or uh, watching the video. Well, it's like whenever you get busted cheating or something. Yeah, you got me. And I'm not going to be able to look at you. I'm going to stare at the wall or the couch. You know what? I I think that just shows he, he had to say it. 
That wasn't anything that he meant, that he wanted to say? I play that because I'm wondering what this moment of history, what that is. If it were to rain a lot, there is concern from the uh, Army Corps of Engineers that the levees might break. And so, therefore, we're cautious about encouraging people to return at this moment of history. What? Wait, wait. This moment of history? Uh-huh. Yeah, that's what I just said. Okay. Hmm. And he's now listening to the Army uh, Corps of Engineers? Hmm. Well, because it's this moment of history. Ah. And he has to. Listen. All right, now, I, now can we play them back to back? And I just want you to think for a moment who you voted for. And then feel ashamed. The president finally acted and admitted a mistake. Only because he was held accountable by the press, cornered by events, and compelled by the outrage of the American people who with their own eyes could see the failure of leadership and its consequences. If it were to rain a lot, there is concern from the uh, Army Corps of Engineers that the levees might break. And so, therefore, we're cautious about encouraging people to return at this moment of history. If you were to listen to the two of them, one, maybe you picture an Abe Lincoln, the other, you picture Alfred E. Newman. And I don't get it. Like, uh... How bad does John Kerry have to feel after after listening to all these speeches and everything going on and hear how he can't make it through? You know who he Bush is the mighty ducks. It's like he's just saying quack. You know quack, who, you, quack. You know who Kerry is? He's Summer in Napoleon Dynamite and he lost to Pedro. Who came out of nowhere? The guy because, doesn't really speak the language. Because John Because uh Cheney came out and did a dance on the stage uh, all over Edwards. Oh man, four oh seven nine one six one oh four one triple eight nine seven eight one oh four one and star one oh four one on your singular wireless phones. Well you see that and you hear that and then you get the awful news today that the Katrina death toll has climbed past one thousand. Oh, it's just gonna keep and it, it, and it's at seven hundred ninety nine alone in Louisiana. Is wow. actually one thousand thirty six. And now you got Hurricane Rita, which has turned into the mother of all hurricanes. It's amazing how fast this thing's grown. Wasn't it a tropical storm like two days ago, if that? Maybe like 36 hours ago? Yeah, it was like going like 75 miles an hour not too long ago. And and yet it's over the world. And not even double. I mean, well, I mean, guess technically, but it's up to a Cat 5. And it's bearing down on Houston. And I think some of it's going to hit Louisiana because it's it's a it's well yeah I mean with how big it looks at least it's going to hit some edges you know nothing's just going to keep on gaining speed too going over the Gulf right it's just going to get bigger and bigger and then it's going to slam Texas and there well, everything's bigger in Texas even the hurricanes I guess yeah that actually um it's actually you guys wear those big ass hats. Kind of keep you uh, safe from the thing. So anyway, you see something like that. 3,000-gallon hat. Oh, by the way, kudos to Barry Bonds, who called out Congress today. Maybe it was yesterday. I guess for the first time, because he'd been injured all year, Mm -hmm. he went to uh, D.C. to play the Nationals. And he just called out Congress. 
Where was he at when he called them out? In D.C. Um, probably press conference or something nice. or other. And basically saying, I think we have other issues in this country to worry about that are a lot more serious than steroids. I think you guys should direct your efforts uh, to taking care of that. Pretty much talking to Congress and the media. Which is true. Mm-hmm. Which is true. It's so silly that our, that our elected officials are worrying about steroids, indecency, when they can't uh, do what government's supposed to do and save lives and help lives. Always fight the wars you can win. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nathan, you're in the High Down on World Radio. That's why we fight against the Cosmic Circus and the CosmicCircus.com. Exactly. Our radio wars. How y'all doing tonight? What's up? What's up, Nathan? Um, I didn't know if anyone was thinking about the fact that um, the hurricane straight headed straight for Houston, and that's where they evacuated mm-hmm. a lot of people from New Orleans. And that's it's crazy. How do you have to feel being in uh, Houston after going through this New Orleans stuff, Those and now are- you're just... It's like it's chasing you. Yeah, it's all over again. What is it? Maybe three weeks later, I guess. Technically, yeah. maybe four weeks. It's, they probably think God's It's like a to bad. Yeah, it's a bad Friday the Thirteenth sequel. Where we, it just keeps on coming. Mm-hmm. You can't stop. You're in space now. It's Jason X. That one was awful. Terrible. I can't remember which one was worse. That one or the one where Jason ends up in New York. Jason takes Manhattan. Jason takes Manhattan was actually decent. Compared to some of the others, where he where he punches the boxer in the head and it flies off, classic. Oh yeah. The only good part of Jason X is when he put the girl in the uh, sleeping bag and beat another girl to death with the girl in the sleeping bag. Nice he's, classic. He's always resourceful. Yeah. You got to give it to Voorhees on that. Very creative with his killings. So I mean I guess it's silly for me to pose the question to you, Dubs, because I would assume you agree. But isn't Bonds essentially right? Hey, oh, definitely. Focus on the stuff that matters, not steroids, not indecency, but... You know, steroids are a problem, probably, but they should be handled by baseball and by football. It's not a problem. You know, it, it, whatever is handled should be handled by them, not Congress and the Senate and the President making speeches about it. What was that? All right, well... It's I called just... deflection, my friend. Katrina death toll past 1,000. Oh, and let's not even get started. I care about the children. What about this? Well, we'll take a break and we'll come back, and I don't even know if, if we really want to get into it in depth, but it definitely is worth mentioning hmm. the fact that the death toll for our troops in Iraq has topped 1,900. This is as of Tuesday. So 1,000 over in the Katrina area. Mm-hmm. And then now 1,900 over in Iraq. And you know what's odd to think, too? Hmm. Is that this show, like its conception, the hideout, is as old as the war in Iraq. Mm-hmm. We did our quote-unquote audition live to tape at WJFK the night we went to war with Iraq. So back then it was El Jefe's hideout with El Jefe, Spoon, yeah, was, Johnny Punani, and J-Dubs. I was bottom billed. Only one with talent. Right now, you still are bottom build. There's just two of us, though. Yeah. Well, we cut the fat. We tried forever. We'll take the break. We'll come back. More of the hideout. Whatever you want to talk about. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. What's on your mind in this moment of history? It's the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. 
Welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. 1041 star one zero four one on your singular wireless phone. Um, actually talking to Jack from the Phillips file right before the show, and a lady had called the file from Houston, where Rita is headed toward Houston, Galveston, mm-hmm. saying that she had already been stuck in traffic for five hours. Wow. I've been trying to call my mom, who lives in Houston, mm-hmm. for the past two hours, and I can't get through to any 281 numbers. Her cell phone. I'm sure it's all just jammed up. Her home phone. Everybody's trying to contact family within, and they're trying to call out and find out if they can I stay might, someplace. I'm not really calling her about the hurricane, though. Hey, little money. <laughs> hey, hey, Maz. Hey, Ma, remember that uh, that 50 I gave you for Christmas? How about kicking it back? <laughs> I didn't really give you a 50. I gave you a tchotchke that I grabbed from the radio station that was worth 50 bucks, but I still want to be paid for it. Oh, yeah, I do that all the time. Oh, yeah. My little brothers, congratulations. You get the first season of Lost on DVD. <laughs> we used to get so much wrestling stuff at our old station, and my little brother's such a wrestling fan. He just got stacked up with autographed uh, T-shirts and DVDs. He made out like a bandit. Now, if you guys happen to snatch something nice and they're like, oh, my God, you shouldn't have. Do you milk that or you're like, no, I got it for free? No, you milk it. Milk it. <coughs> Absolutely. You're like, well, I knew you'd like it. I saw it. It was a little pricey, but I had to buy it. There was nothing else that I could find that would match it. Huh. You don't feel guilty about that? Why would I? In fact, my mom, actually, when we were at JFK, my mom loves, everybody loves Raymond, mm-hmm. loves the show. So I told her, I go, hey, I got an autographed uh, picture of Ray Romano for you. All you. And and she was like, what? Really? I'm like, oh, yeah. That's how much I love you. I can't believe we finally found someone who loves Raymond. Yeah, my mom. <laughs> and I ended up uh, leaving it at the station. Never gave it to her. Because I think it's it was actually taped to the Ron Fed's desk. Yeah, Giant Brian put it there. But... Yeah, so I'll, see if you can get a hold of my mom. Tommy, I'll kick you over the number to see if she can give me some money. Because that would actually be kind of nice right now. You think we'll be able, be able to get a hold of her now? No. It's probably prime time for people to be calling. Dude, you're going to ask your mom for money when she could be getting hit by a hurricane and might need to buy food or Here's water. the thing. It's not hit until Saturday. She can get the Western Union tomorrow and be fine. And they just wire it. Yeah, she's fine. Hey, gas is expensive. You're yeah. a good son. Actually, it's gone down a lot. Yeah, did you notice that? It's, I saw it today. We, like, we were calling for it. We're like, just waited out, everybody. 249 now. Even lower in places. Gouging. I've seen it 230-something. Hey, going back to the war in Iraq real fast. Mm-hmm. So, it's, according to the Associated Press, since the beginning of the war in March 2003, 1900. So this is just the Iraq war. This isn't the whole uh, everything since 9-11 with uh, sending our trips over. It, does it bug you a little bit we're not really talking about the war all that much right now, or is it just because we're distracted with Katrina and Rita? You know, Katrina's very important right now, so I'm not. it's not like we're talking about Michael Jackson or something like that, so it doesn't really bother me to that degree. Hey, isn't he putting out a song for Katrina? Is he really? 
I thought he was putting one together to raise money. I could have sworn I heard that. So many of the children are suffering. And doesn't it piss you off just a little bit when you think about the fact they're drinking salty substances? Come on. You're talking about salt water. Chuck jock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Remember when uh, the president got up with the Mission Accomplished banner and how the war was over? Military operations were over. We still had a long way to go. He said it. That doesn't piss you off that at all. That pisses when you, me off when you no just, end. When you just think about it for a second, with the whole, like the whole administration is just like a one continuous photo op. Did you believe it at all? No, of course not. How about the biggest photo op that I remember was, I believe it was the first, uh, during the first year of the war, and we can say that now during the first year of the war, uh, he went there for Thanksgiving with a big fake plastic turkey, holding it, showing it to everyone, acting like he was feeding everybody, but the turkey was plastic. <laughs> How cruel is that to be walking around all these starving, they're starving, but all these really hungry uh, soldiers with a big plastic turkey. And what do you tell the soldiers? Hey, can I get that uh, turkey leg? Uh, no. No, you can, can try. It's fake. <laughs> it's what? It's fake. It's plastic. Why is it fake? Uh, we're just here to take pictures. What? You think every mo- turkey in the movies are uh, real? No. Uh, Mr. President, couldn't you at least get me a real turkey? What I need you to do is act like you're Robin Williams and Peter Pan... And just imagine you're eating food, and it'll taste just like it. You and Rufio. 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 <laughs> How, where do you get one of those big fake turkeys anyway? And let me ask you, is that somewhere in the budget in the Pentagon for fake food for photo ops? It's got to be. You, here's the thing that's got to piss you off even more. They had to take time to order the fake turkey. And they had to take time to make the fake Mission Accomplished banner. <laughs> they were taking time to do this stuff. <laughs> Could you imagine? Think for one second. If you and I, J-Dubs, got one of these fake turkeys and went around to, like, the homeless shelters and, <laughs> and stood out there with a fake turkey with a whole bunch of homeless people just for the photo ops. We'd be considered the biggest dicks in the world. I say we do it. <laughs> I say we just do it and be like, what, W did it. Well, what I'm going to be doing, I'm going to be holding a big sign behind you saying meal accomplished, and you'll be carrying a big fake turkey, and it'll be fun. It'll be a good time. Everybody should be happy about it. I'm hungry right now. Uh, I am, too. I need some uh, chili cheesified crystal burgers. uh, Actually, cooking operations uh, were accomplished. No, they weren't. Plastic operations were accomplished. Molds were accomplished. We're going to do that in that moment of history in November that they call Thanksgiving. <sighs> Bob, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. What's up, man? Yo. Yo. So have you read the Orlando Weekly this week? I have not picked it up yet. What does it have? Okay, the cover story is called Censored, and it's the top ten news stories for the year that didn't make major media. Nice. The number one thing on there is apparently the research firm that the administration looks to for most of its numbers 
concluded that something like 100,000 civilians have died in Iraq since we walked in there. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. 100,000? Yeah. No yeah. joke. I've heard now I've read numbers from other sources, other research firms, but the numbers are always above 20. Yeah, I always the last time I heard it was like between 20 and 40. Right. Well, this this uh you pick up the weekly, the name of the firm is in there, it's a British firm. Um Here but, I I got a better idea, Bob. Why don't you bring us a weekly? And, and while you're doing it, bring me some chili chi chili fried crystal burgers. Mm -hmm. well, well, no, that plastic turkey was sounding pretty good. <laughs> yeah. And we'll give you a handshake, so it'll turn up. Yeah. I, I'm actually going to pick that up, Bob. Thank you very much, man. Appreciate no problem, that. Sir. I always like it. Don't call me sir. <laughs> call me jefe, boss, chief, not sir. Four seven nine one six one four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Man. Uh, now, I want you to think about that for one moment. Okay. 100,000 civilians, if it's true. Okay? Let's say it's twenty to 40,000, the, the low-end estimates. We have created a nation and generations of people that will hate us for so long. 100,000 people, that's, that's Lansing, Michigan. Mm-hmm. Isn't that Seminole County? Could you imagine a hundred thousand people dead, and how many uncles, brothers, sisters, sons, daughters of civilians that are pissed and now want death to America, who probably really didn't care before? No, they weren't. They would never been uh, motivated to attack before, but a lot of them are now. Hey, play that Bush clip one more time. <laughs> I want to hear him talking about this moment of history. You got it, Chunks? I got big boobs. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> Al, you're in the hideout on road radio. Yeah. Please, man. Hmm? You got to play that tape again. Of what, Bush? Yes. What do you like Bush about Bush and Kerry. All right, let's do them back to back then. Thank you, Al. Just one more time. Yeah, just and to then, and then kind we'll... of hear the contrast again of uh, Carrie talking about Bush saying he takes responsibility. And then what and then was Bush talking about? Bush was actually talking about not rushing back into New Orleans. Yeah. That's what he was at. The president finally acted and admitted a mistake only because he was held accountable by the press, cornered by events, and compelled by the outrage of the American people who with their own eyes could see the failure of leadership and its consequences. If it were to rain a lot, there is concern from the Corps of, uh, Army Corps of Engineers that the levees might break. And so, therefore, we're cautious about encouraging people yeah. to return at this moment of history. I take responsibility. <laughs> I don't George Bush doesn't care about black people. I don't want my president using the word a lot. That just makes you sound stupid when you use a word. And I bet the There's president. A fair amount of rain. I bet the president doesn't put a space in between a and lot. It it's all it's all one Wait, word for him. It isn't. <laughs> it's two words. Yes. Why would that be two words? It's a lot. It's one syllable. Just because you say it in one breath doesn't mean there's no space. Hmm. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> we'll take a break and we'll come back. Yeah. Thank you, sir. No! It's a hideout, Row Radio 104.1. <laughs>
All right, welcome back into the Hideout, Rural Radio 104.1. It's half and J-Dubs on a Wednesday night. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Mike, you're in the Hideout on Rural Radio. What do you got, Mike? Hey, uh, you know, these people ought to listen to Mark Twain a long time ago. Never tempt a woman's scorn when he's talking about the Mississippi River and, and how powerful a woman is. But, you know, the president, he didn't, he didn't have to step up there, but he did. You know, I give him a lot of credit for doing that, but, you know, they, these people living on a river like that, they know that that river is going to do what it wants to do, and there's nothing that nobody can do about it. All righty. Thank you, Mike. And you're uh, misguided. But, hey, you were entitled to I mean, that, that's a very popular opinion, but the thing is it could have been handled better post-disaster. Uh, that's the only problem. I just don't understand how the the president gets credit for doing what he's supposed to do. And yet doing it late. That's like, hey, I turned in my homework. It was four days late, but I did it. Can I, I get cre- can I get credit? Yeah. Alright, now I agree with the president. Yeah, you I take responsibility. You can get credit, you're just gonna get thirty points off. You start at a C. Lord knows it's been a many Saturday nights for me. Yeah. And we're talking about the wrong one, too. Really? Hmm. Well, it depends. <laughs> Man Freddy. Man Freddy, you're in the hideout of Royal Radio. What's up, Man Freddy? What up, bro? Yo. Go ahead. I love the hideout. Just see y'all now. Thank you. Thank you. We yeah, do, too. Great. <laughs> we need more. We need more people like you on the radio. Well, I don't know about that, because then we'd be like everybody else, and then what would be the point? We wouldn't be special anymore. What do you got, dude? Okay. First of all, I am black, okay? Congratulations! It's uh, it's it's great. You're Hold black. On. You're Hold black on. in America. You got it made. Let me soak that all in. I didn't know how well you're doing. Right. Hold on. Uh, hold on. And he, uh, we took his call. He's on line two. That was affirmative action. He got moved up to the front of the line. Nice. So go ahead, man. Okay. Well, Level in is, the calling field. I don't, I don't agree, uh, like entirely with the um the Kanye West comment. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know, like President Bush's personal agenda. But put it this way, he's a rich Texan lawyer. I mean, like, not, not a lawyer, but a businessman, right? Right. He drove a whole bunch of oil companies in the ground, yeah, whatever. The thing is, he's, most Republicans, they don't care about, like, the working class. They're like the rich man group. Here's You know, here's what it is, too. It's not that they don't care. Black people, it's not that they hate them. Somebody said this, I heard somebody saying this. Maybe it was Bill Maher, I think. Mm-hmm. It's not like Cheney and Bush hate black people. They're just in the way. They're in the way of making money. Yes, I'm saying that's exactly like most black people. They they they're either Democrats or um, they live around poverty, right? Yeah, sadly. It's sadly, yeah. And I'm not saying it's like their fault entirely, because mm. it's it, there's some to do with like the media itself and some to do with other things. I'm not gonna get into because I can like talk for hours about that. Yeah, there are a whole bunch of factors. Yeah, but sadly that's how the way history played out. But the Here's, thing is. Really, you're right. They do get, in a way, they do get in a way of them making money. And that's what it is. And thank you, man, Freddie. It's about making that cash. Because mm-hmm. the more cash you have, the more ass you have. Write that down, children. That's something you want to grow up with. You mean like you're fat? No, 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 no. Like chicks. Great. I'll never get ass. <laughs> My face wasn't helping me either, but now you gotta have money. Yeah. 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 No. Yeah. Okay. What is that no thing from? Uh, it's from our my new little bit I'm doing today. I have uh, 
the audio from Transgeneration, a show on the uh, the Sundance Network. It's a show where they follow around uh, transgendered students at different colleges. It is some of the funniest stuff, some of the most awkward stuff, and some of just the cringiest stuff I've ever heard or seen. All right, we'll get to that in a little bit. I can't wait. Nice. i got to show you the video first, though. All right, have that set up during the next break. Okay. And then we'll get to it during the 8 o'clock hour, then. Mm-hmm. Uh, Al, you're on the hideout on Road Radio. What do you got, Al? Yeah. President Bush yeah. doesn't care about black people. No, and Kanye said it, so it's George true. George Bush doesn't care about black people. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. He was dead wrong. Who? Yeah. George W. Bush or Al? Uh, or... Yeah, President Bush. Hmm. Yeah. He didn't take responsibility for anything. No, and that's true. I mean, I didn't hear much. I mean, he did go out there and say it. I'm just still trying to see the action on it. His poll numbers are so in the toilet. And the Republican Party is now beginning to distance themselves. Cause I mean, it doesn't matter, though. They see it 06 really, around the corner. It really just doesn't matter. Does he have the lowest approval rating so far of any president yet, or has he not reached that he, I don't think he's the Nixon area yet. Uh, who, ha- who had the lowest approval ratings? And when did they even start that? Could you imagine if that was your thing? You were the most hated president of all time? Well, wh- whoever it was, they covered it up pretty well because I don't know exactly who it is. Was it Hoover? I don't remember hearing nice things about Hoover. Yeah, he had the Hoovervilles, little houses and huts where people had to live. Now, he made that vacuum cleaner, and that was yeah. nice. That helped. He got to the... clean up huts. Mm-hmm. He got the soccer mom vote. George, you're in the hideout on Row Radio. What do you got, George? George. Hey guys. Yo. Yeah. Hey, I just want to tell you that we're seeing the results of having... An unelected president in office now. Oh, that's a bad phone connection. But I, I heard you, unelected president. I he was elected this last time. You can't I really fight it. I don't believe it, dude. You have I, to. No, I don't. I refuse to. Call me a conspiracy theorist. I don't. Conspiracy theorist. I don't believe he went to the moon. And I'll tell you for a fact, I don't think the president was elected fairly this last go round with the uh, electronic booths. That were created by oh, his Oh, they buddies. have those? I haven't seen those out here yet. I need to get into one of those. The voting booths. Oh. Not the ones with the sticky floors? Mm-mm. No, mm. it's different. Then I don't want any part of it. No paper trail. Seriously. Except for one stuck to your foot. Oh, we're still talking about the other booth. We're talking about voting. Damn it. Not batch running. <laughs> Although sometimes... Speaking of the uh, batch running booth... <laughs> sometimes they can be one and the same, really. Speaking of the batch running booth... Would you ever use the lotion and uh, uh, and uh, hand towels that they have in there for you? I bring my own. I didn't even know they had that in those. Oh, of course. You've been going to the wrong booths. Follow I'm... me sometime. I'll take you to some good booths. Are there any of those places around here? I haven't found them yet. Chris here in the hideout on Royal Radio. Chris. Hey, what's up, guys? Yo, go ahead, dude. Hey, man, I was just thinking, I don't know, maybe I'm crazy. All the damage that can be done by Katrina, right? right so wouldn't it be a good thing if this thing went back up there? Now, here's the thing. I Now, normally I think people would call you insane, Chris, but when I think about it... As long as it, they continue to keep people out of there, yeah. It, while, while that's already devastated, there's not too much more you could do. It would almost work out even better. It would kind of slow it down for the places that 
haven't gotten hit yet. I, I don't know. I'll have to ponder that logic a little bit more, but you don't seem as crazy, I think, as most people would uh, like to call you. You Thank may you, be Chris. crazy, but it just may be a lunatic we're looking for. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Chris. <laughs> we'll take a break. We'll come back. Oh, boy. John, you're in the hideout on Royal Radio. Hey, uh... Just wanted to talk about, I think, how good the president's doing. You betcha. Go ahead. All right. He's, uh, you know, it's really hard work, and uh, I think you folks don't appreciate what's involved in in uh, putting no. uh, the in the march there. Putting what? It, it's it's hard work, and I don't think you folks appreciate <laughs> all the all the sacrifices your president has made uh, and <laughs> taking time off, and and uh, you know, it's. It's, uh, it's hard work. Okay, W. It's, thank, a, lot of, it's thank, a lot of hard work. <laughs> thank you, W. It's a lot of hard work ahead. I appreciate the phone call. I can appreciate hard work. The harder, the better. That's what I've always said. Right, we're gonna, Motto to live by. We're going to take a break, and we're going to come back. Am I gayer because I sit in this seat? I'm sitting in the old douche chill seat. Mm-hmm. No, you're not. This um, is the position. To my left. Mm-hmm. All right, hold on a second. Bush's, I, I have the answer to the Bush's uh, poll question. we got a break, though. Oh, boy. We'll take a break and we'll come back. These commercials, listen to everything they say because they're making us stop our momentum. It's the Hideout Real Radio. Joe Mentum. Real Radio 104.1. <laughs> no. Yeah. Next to two of them, my favorite band. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, no, no. Welcome back into the Hideout, Road Radio 104.1, Wednesday night in the Hideout. Having a blast. Be a part of it. 407-916-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. All right, so according to this, President Bush has the lowest approval rating of any president at this point in the second term, according to Gallup polls, going back to World War II. Even Nixon did better. A lot better. Whew. It's rough. Oh, and then the whole funny thing, people keep sending me, and I saw it, I think Matt Albert was the first one to show me like two, three weeks ago. If you go to Google Mm -hmm. and type in failure, what comes up at the top of the list? And it's the bio for the president oh, on God. whitehouse.gov. You know what's second underneath? What? Michaelmore.com. Nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so people are having fun with that. Yeah, do shoulder on. Did uh, Google switch to like being titled in Spanish now? I don't think so. Why? Because when I go to it now on my computer, it's all in Spanish. It's probably something that you're studying, something you've done. Yeah. What is this, a joke? No. I just was curious if it switched for real because I can't get it off. He's been making yeah. racial jokes Aww. all day. Come on. Maybe you got a uh, virus that's messing with it. We were here having a blast, and then you walk in, and your uncomfortableness is killing us now. Yeah. 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 Hey, speaking of failures. Yeah. 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 Speaking of failures, uh, we had to work with Chunks today <laughs> to record... Oh. If somehow we could get chunkstance.com, number three under uh, W and michaelmore.com, that'd be great. It was so annoying working with chunks. Well, we got this. Here's the thing. We got the official hideout after party coming up this Thursday at Chillers. 
33 West Church Street, uh, you know, the home of Latitudes, Big Belly Brewery, and, of course, Chillers. Mm-hmm. Thursday night's the hideout, no cover. There's live music, great drinks, $2 Miller Lite and $2 Jaeger in all three bars, $3 frozen drinks at Chillers. This week's host, Tommy Bateman. This week's prizes, 9-inch nails tickets, Pennywise tickets, do action sports tour tickets, $25 gift certificates to Firestone for some new tires, maybe. So we're in there cutting our commercial. So that you guys, you know, you hear about it, you pass along the word, we want to hang out with you. And Chunks just can't get anything right. Mainly, uh, when we were talking, we were just, one of us sounded like really far away, one of us was really close, and it, it was just a big, big pain in the ass. Alright, so play what we got as we're trying to record. Alright, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, that's way too loud. That's what I was saying. What are you doing, that's ass? That's what I was saying. Jesus. Then why did you even have it up that loud in the first place? Why don't we do it in Why don't we do it in a cool edit, pro? I was testing. I was testing levels. Check, check, check. One two, one two, one two. You're a fruit. You're a fruit. All right. All right. Here we go. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> uh, you ready? Yeah, go. Hey, it's Ohef and J-Dubs from The Hideout. Join us for the official after-party Thursday nights at Chillers. That's really chill. $2 Miller Lights in all three bars all night long, $3 frozen drinks in Chillers, and $3 Jaeger in all three bars. Dude, that's chill. 33 Worst Church. Way to go with the levels, Chunks. It's what the, the hell o- is that? It's the official Hideout after-party at Chillers. Thursday okay. nights. At 11.30. He can't keep the levels right. He can't get us even. Ah, uh, chunks. Dude, chunks. I'm trying to do these guys are rushing along. I'm trying Let's go, ass. Let's again. <laughs> Say that again. Fruit. Again. Check, check. Fruit. Fruit. Check your fruit. Check your fruit. Say that again. Sissy fruit. Say how you're going to read it. Because you guys were talking real Sissy, sissy, fruit, fruit. Sissy, sissy, fruit, fruit. Chunks is a f***ing boy. Come on, don't say that word. (laughs) Chunks. So that's the hell we had to go with today. Come on. Can you get anything right? I was trying. I was like, hey, look, can I get some levels? You guys are like, yeah, all right, yeah, no problem. We're going to talk. And then you do the commercial. Hey, yeah, hey. And you're yelling. Hey. (laughs) And then... You guys keep trying to make me mess up to make me go crazy in the head. I was trying to do my best with the levels. Do you hear us trying to be responsible broadcasters and read the commercial for Chillers Thursday nights, hideout after party? Yeah. Was, and yeah. you're sitting there and you're bothering us with all the technical stuff? Uh, we're, all right, why are our levels being... Come on, Tommy. What's with all the... I can't handle this. Is Wait, is Chunks it? running the board now? I'm, what's I'm going not on? touching anything over yeah, here. Yeah, Tommy's turning on TV for us. Come I, on, Chunks, can you... Put, Chunks. It's Stop not it. me. Come on, fruit. It's the boy. Come on, you fruit. There's something wrong with the Oh, oh what the? Somebody so spilled. Somebody... I'm over-modulating. I can't. Uh... Sissy, sissy, fruit, fruit. Why am I only one ear? <laughs> what is happening? I... Chunks, you're off. Chunks. I... I can't handle that. I, I think I'm on LSD what? now. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I... All right, we're going to take a break, and we're going to come back. It's a little loud. 
and hopefully Chunks will be dead. 1041 star on your singular wireless phone. Stop running the uh, <sighs> talk and roll controls. Chunks, chunks, chunks. It's the Hideout Row Radio, 104.1. In order for that to work, though, you'd have to like set up a mechanism to blow the whole roof off. Because like in a fighter plane, it's a small little cockpit, so mm-hmm. you can do that. Mm-hmm. But in a huge plane like that, how would you blast the roof off? Well, maybe it's not a... Yeah, I know well, all these. I know all these. Around. I guess unless you shoot out the bottom like in Spaceballs, that might work. Hmm. All right, Mike, you're in the hideout on World Radio. Hey, uh, that guy said they're dumping fuel in the Atlantic. It's hard to do when you're near L.A. Usually it's the Pacific. <laughs> all right, that's no, good... they're near New York. No, 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 no. I, I don't understand if they were headed to... I think No, they're, they're headed to New York. All right, so but they... they... But they hadn't gotten very far. They had just taken off from... I don't know where they took off from, but somewhere in California. And they oh, wow. Uh, yeah, yeah, they're landing in Los Angeles, so you're right. right. They, couldn't, they couldn't retract it on takeoff, so they knew right away they had a problem. They just are trying to find a nice little place in California to... Uh, so you've been watching the news, right? Land. Yeah. Yeah, I saw it on one of the... What's, what's exactly going on? The, the landing gear's messed up? The nose landing gear is actually somehow stuck at some crazy angle and won't retract. Oh, oh my goodness. And it won't extend either, so it's kind of in a... Yeah, you're right in the middle there, and you can't really get it to do anything. And you're right, it is the Pacific on the uh, West Mm -hmm. Coast. But uh, thank you very much. Thank you. Usually. (laughs) Thank you. Somewhere near the Bering Strait. Wow. All right, Joe has some more info. Joe, hey, you're, Joe. you're in the hideout on World Radio. What do you got, Joe? Hey, guys. Go ahead, buddy. Uh, that plane, it's a plane, it's an airliner that can't dump fuel, so they're staying up a little bit longer to burn some off. Oh, uh, that. okay, so that's what they're doing then. Yeah, and when they took off, the uh, the landing gear didn't go up into its cavity like it's supposed to. Uh, and, did, and it was the front one? Pardon? It's the front one that didn't yeah, do that? Yeah, it's the front landing gear wouldn't wouldn't go up into the cavity when they took off. All right, I'm getting this. It says that the front landing gear has turned to the side somehow. Yeah, right. It was well, probably was it open like that. Hmm. It has to get messed up more. Yeah, you can see that it's turned to the side. Mm-hmm. Right. So they figure when it when it goes when it starts to land, it's just gonna break apart and oh boy. slam and the nose right into the ground. Yeah, right. they got the foam on the runway and everything ready for them. So. Uh, thank you, Joe. Appreciate that, man. You think in a situation like this, they tell the passengers exactly what's going on? Oh, I'm or, sure. Or you think they just kind of say we're having technical difficulties? I don't think you can fake it for this long. Because that's got to be pretty tense up there, knowing the Honest- landing gear's messed up. Honestly, bro, I don't know if they tell them. They have to. I think they tell them that we're going to have, get in the position, um, but I don't say they. I don't think they come right out and say, "Hey." People would be raising a stink after being up there that long and not knowing exactly what's going on. But I don't think you ever give the specifics. I think you say we're going to have a very, very tough landing. Just prepare yourself. Well, I, I think you have to term it better than tough. I think it has to be crash. It's going to be a crash landing. Prepare for the worst. But if the pilot never said anything up to this point as of now, they'd have no idea that they turned around. You wouldn't know. Once you're up in the air, you don't really follow the, the na- you know, navigation system. I think system. you'd be able to tell with the... No, uh, you can tell if you're circling. You can definitely tell if you're circling. Yeah, there's... Not all of them are first-time flyers. Wow, that neighborhood looks just like the other one we circled around ten minutes ago. Especially if you're doing the cross-country L.A. to New York mm-hmm. thing. And it's supposed to be getting dark real fast. All right, so this happened apparently right, right, we're getting you caught up. It's a little breaking news. 
a JetBlue plane readies for emergency landing. That's probably how they say it. They're probably going to say crash landing, emergency landing. Yeah. No, Sagiri, you're not giving us the news. <laughs> um, And apparently it is burning off fuel as to lessen the chance for fires after the emergency landing. 135 people on board. Wow. I could imagine if Sir Gary was given that headline. There's some black guy in the plane. Yeah, that's what that would be. Man, this is serious. Yeah. Wow. I don't even know what to say, really. Hey, remember the time that uh, you and I thought we were going to die in a plane oh, crash? Oh, my God. We were, uh, yeah, we were flying uh, back from Detroit. To D.C. To D.C. We were in one of those very, very small planes. Mm-hmm. And we were literally sitting on each other's lap, and the small even more so when we thought we were gonna die. And so we grabbed each other. Mm-hmm. We, we hugged each other because the plane was coming at an angle that you're not used to when you land. When usually when you land, you land nose up, right? And you even begin you descend at some point nose up. So Dubs and I in this plane, those very small plane, were going nose down. Like we were like it was just did, freaky. Did you get that feeling in your stomach where it feels oh, like you're falling? Yeah. And and so it's nose down, it's nose down to the point of we're like we can see trees, we can see like leaves and trees. And we're still nose down. Yeah. And and so Dubs and I start screaming, uh, pull the nose up, pull the nose up yeah. and we're grabbing each other and at the last minute, maybe the greatest pilot ever <laughs> Just pulls the nose up and makes the smoothest oh, landing it possible. It was so smooth. The landing, like, nothing. What, what were the other people on the plane doing? Nothing. Laughing at us. So everyone else is probably used to it, and you guys are trying to be backseat uh, drivers or flyers, I guess. Well, I've, I've flown many times, and, and on these this size of plane, and I've never landed like that. How small a plane are you talking? Eight passengers? No, it's much more than eight. Probably, what, 40? Yeah, about 40. And everyone else is sitting there, and you're the you're the two guys. And we're screaming. yelling, we're yelling, pull, pull the nose up, pull the nose up. <laughs> and, and I'm telling you, in like the last 25 feet, he just pulls the nose up, and it's a smooth landing. Same trip, but on our way out to Detroit, we get on the plane, and seriously, we look up front. the the uh, The pilot gets on. He says he's the captain. I thought he meant of the football team. This guy couldn't have been over. Like, uh, probably 24, 25. He looked like 18, 19. And here's the odd thing, too. All the power kept going off. Yeah. He w- he kept on hitting the switch. All the power would go off. He would look at it very puzzled. Flip it back. It would come back on. Look at it again. Flip it off. No. Flip it back on. About four or five times. Until, guess how he got it to stay on? One of the passengers got up and went in there and kept it on. Hang yeah, on a second. You could see the inside the cockpit? Oh, yeah. It was yeah. this small of a plane. So he could hear you saying, pull up. Oh, yeah, probably. Yeah, I'm sure. Maybe he heard us. And maybe we saved 38 other lives. Yeah, maybe he was waiting for someone to tell him what them. to do. Yeah. I remember once when I... when I'm the hot chick that was sitting about three rows back. Worst thing that happened to me that was pretty intense is we missed the runway. I don't know if that's ever happened to you. So you go in for the landing, and you go and you kind of land, but you never touch down. And then you take back off. And, d- and then you have to circle for a while. I've done that once. Once. All right, let's take a break. We'll try to get some more. We're going to gather some more uh, information on this. I think uh, I think you're forgetting one one little part of that before we took off to Detroit. Um, people were actually worried about when he was flipping on and off and the, uh, someone from the 
crowd had to go up there and teach him how to keep the power on in the plane. <laughs> the uh, stewardess was just saying, don't worry about it. It's like a video game. He'll be fine. <laughs> she what? said that. Yeah. She, she goes, like, it's just like playing Xbox. <sighs> we thought that was the last ride. She missed you. He was playing a game with your lives. <laughs> it felt like it. What does this button do? All right, we're going to take a break, and we're going to come back. That can't be good. Again, a JetBlue flight with 138 passengers. They keep changing it. I said 139 a second ago. Is uh, going to have to make an emergency landing. And this is going to be live on television, I suppose. Man, this is really going to take away from the premiere of Lost tonight. You think? Yeah. You're an ass. No, I, no, I'm serious. People's lives are in danger. I know. I'm saying that's why it's going to take away from a great show, which is ironically about a plane that crashes. You know what? You're right, too. Irony. What if the, what if after this is over, they're going to go, season premiere of Lost, you just watched? Nah, the only reason they wouldn't is because it's, well... If you like this episode, wait till episode two. No way. That's why the passengers keep changing. They forget which lie they're telling. (laughs) It started at 145. We're already down to 138 now. I haven't seen anything to make me think it's a real plan. I think it might be remote controlled. All right. I'm hoping. Have a little class. I just want to say I'm hoping. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Sir Gary's on the line. Maybe he has more info on this. Yeah. It's a hideout row radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. It's El Jefe and J-Dubs. 407-916-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. All right, the breaking news is a JetBlue plane that was bound for New York from Los Angeles is going to make an emergency landing back at L.A. The nose um, landing gear is turned sideways somehow. And so basically they're circling. Oh, my goodness. Look at that. We're looking at it on MSNBC right yeah, now. Yeah, they have a zoomed-in uh, picture of the it's compl- front landing gear. It's completely turned to the side. I don't so know how that would happen. They're, burnt, they're up in the air burning off the fuel so that it, when they make their emergency landing, it'll lessen the chances of fires and things like mm-hmm. that. You think it might uh, spin back straight? Because if it started off straight and somehow it got crooked, you know how like on a swivel chair... When you push it forward, I mean, you would hope the wheel spins straight. You'd hope so, but that's uh, I don't know, not at that speed. Yeah, right when it hits going that speed and the wrong way, I think it's liable just to break right in half. Well, they say it's gonna try. They're gonna try to land it in the next few minutes. It's <sighs> scary. All right, let's go to uh, Hideout News Director Sir Gary the Prophet. Sir Gary. Jimmy, how you doing tonight? Uh, we're a little worried about this airplane. You got any more info on it? Uh, not too much info on it, but I pray, pray that everything will go okay and everybody won't get hurt. Well, you know. know what? That's the best thing right now. Yes, sir. Anything Thank else you, going on? Uh, anything else going on in the headlines? Uh, let's see. Um, well, um, this, this white guy that uh-huh. uh, hit these two two little girls not too long ago um, is going to uh, jail. I thought it was a white girl who hit the two little girls. Yes, sir. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought she, but I thought she got an easier sentence. Uh, she did. She, she did get life in prison. It's just going to give her so many days, I think. Oh, wow. <laughs> Instead of life, a few days. Yeah, just a couple yes, of sir. days. Uh, she's nice. really, really, really pretty with blonde hair. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah. What else is going on in the uh, headlines, sir, Gary? 
I can't think of anything else, but I'd like to invite the public to New Hope Public Baptist Church on Miller Diller Street when the garden is coming Sunday morning ten thirty where Edgar Bletch will be preaching. That's a dinner on ground floor one the public's invited. Thank you, nice. sir, Gary. Tomorrow Thank you, God bless you. Have a good evening. You too. Thank you. Yeah. I think we can get that story two days ago. Mm-hmm. All right. Maybe last week. Kathleen, you're a flight attendant? Yes. All right, give me you what do you got, sweetie? Yeah, what I got is I think this is a bunch of BS about how they're saying about JetBlue. What um, do you mean? Going from New York to L.A. and they're releasing jet fuel in the state of Florida. I don't understand. In the state of Florida? What are you talking about? There's all right, no, nothing's going on in the state of Florida. All right, the, the 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 BS is the way. Wait, wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! The way your brain I'm a works. Flight I'm a flight attendant out of Detroit. And you're drunk. I heard you guys talking about Detroit. All right, you were crazy. All right, hold on, Kathleen. Give us two seconds and we'll reset for you, okay? She needs to join Sir Gary's news team. Yeah, uh, yeah. she's co-anchor. Yeah. Okay, there is there is a JetBlue plane in Los Angeles that was headed for New York. Upon uh, taking off, the nose gear, landing gear, turned to the side. They couldn't get it back up and in. They couldn't even keep it straight. So now they're circling around L.A. trying to burn off fuel in L.A. over the Pacific so that they can try to make an emergency landing. Okay, you know what? I don't fly for JetBlue, so that's okay. You were insane. You're out of Detroit, oh. you maniac? No, sweetheart, I'm not in Detroit. I'm in Florida. I know. No. You said you're out of Detroit. How drunk are you? Oh. How many have you had to drink tonight? No, 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 no. I just had two beers. Oh. But I heard you guys talking to Detroit. It's in and out. I got out of my car. I went up to my house. So I heard you talking about You Detroit. were driving and you're this drunk. No, I'm not drunk. You, what are you talking about? You are absolutely insane. Don't ever do that to me again. <laughs> Seriously, what a maniac. What was that chick talking about? That's why I put her up. Robert, you're in the hideout on Row Radio. What do you got, Robert? Did you hear that? About that, that airhead on the steward is there. She yeah. Has to be talking about. Right. Well, what I was going to say was, so I'm not sure about this plane because I haven't seen it on television. I'm out driving right now. Mm-hmm. But the uh, some of those bigger airlines like that, when the uh, plane takes off, the uh, the the nose cavity doors are open mm-hmm. because the wheel is out. Mm-hmm. And whenever they reach a certain altitude and they know they're going to continue flying. Then they'll retract the nose and and, and the, the two wing uh, wheels, and some planes on the nose, as the wheel is retracting, it will rotate sideways. So when it folds up into the doors there, it won't take up as much space vertically. Oh wow! Okay, I didn't... yeah, that makes sense then because uh, it looks like maybe that worked, like the turning worked, but it wouldn't yeah. come up. But it didn't come. It didn't come up. Yeah, that's what happens because they do turn sideways. And the reason for it is so that, uh, that those, those, those wheels are a lot bigger uh, in reality when you stand next oh, to them sure. than they are like when you see them on a, you know, a television or something like that. So they have to sideways and pull it up into the cavity, and it only takes up the space that the wheel is in the width. Of it. All right, Robert, I appreciate that phone call, buddy. Much, okay, much, much better than the previous phone call. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> more, co- more coherent. I like how she acted like she had an in because she was a stewardess. <laughs> I'm a stewardess, and I play the Vegas game on all my flights. 
And I've been drinking and driving and uh, half hearing what you're saying. Bad girl! so naughty! Uh, why don't you go find the next guy you're going to bang in a hotel uh, bar and leave us alone? That's oh. so hot. She kept on talking and all I heard was... Yeah. Just gibberish. All right, hold on. The maniac's back. <laughs> Don't do it. Hey, retard. Don't do it. Oh, boy. Stupid. My brain hurts. Maniac was back. I had to dump out of her. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Alright, they say this thing's gonna land in like the next ten minutes. Alright, let's take a break then. Our buddy Lionfire's a pilot, he's sending me some info too. So He's a pilot? You didn't mm-hmm. know Lionfire was a pilot? Oh god, that's scary. Yeah. Commercial or private? Uh, commercial. He was no, he's private, he's training. I think he's about to be commercial. He's just about to get it. Alright, we'll take a break, we'll come back. Four oh seven nine one six one oh four one triple eight nine seven eight one oh four one. Hey, do you have Kathleen's number on the caller ID? Yes, sir. Call her back. Is she calling from a Florida number? Yes. What is she talking about Detroit then? I think she said maybe said she was from Detroit or something. Or maybe I she flies know. in and out of Detroit. People from Michigan suck. They really do. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Clear white moon woman, she was on the streets trying to console some search for the so I can get some. Alright, welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Star one oh four one on your singular wireless phone. Getting you caught up. A JetBlue airliner is about to make an emergency landing. We've been watching this thing for like thirty minutes. It's amazing. I'm it's something that you just watch and you you know everybody just feels helpless on the plane and you're you're hoping for the best. The um the front nose gear is turned sideways and stuck and they can't get it up and they've been circling around trying to uh, burn off some jet fuel so that when they land things aren't so bad. 146 on the uh on the plane. That was Bound from L.A. to New York. They have like 110 firefighters already there on the scene, so they're all kind of ready. Good. Plan ahead. You have to. And what do you think? You're right, dude. What do you think people are thinking at this time, man? You just have to be like, all right, let's just go for it. I would I would just think, all right, I want to just go for it and hope for the best. As a pilot or as the passenger? As a passenger. Imagine how much pressure is on the pilot, because he's not just got his own life, but you know, yeah. 149 people as well. That's why, to me, you can't pay pilots enough. No, I mean, they how many how many times they go up there and you know just put their life at risk and uh, try in in these situations try to save people's lives. You got all that responsibility. There's a lot of responsibility in being a pilot. I think they do make fairly good, pretty good money, though. Usually they make, the, the for some of the bigger ones, they make like six figures. Oh, yeah. Which is good. And they get a lot of time off as well. And they get to travel. Mm-hmm. I would never want to travel that much. Really? No. I think that'd be fun. For a while, it'd be well, fun. It might get I'm, old. Imagine, though, you're on a regular route, though. You're going from one place to another back and forth all the time. All right, you got. De- Imagine you're the uh, the schlub lady from going from Detroit. Yeah, you got yeah, Detroit you end again. You up in Detroit every week. 
Yeah, that's true. But what if your guy gets Hawaii? That'd be nice. Switzerland. I, I bet that depends on how long you've been there, mm-hmm. too. 407 We're going to send you from Grass Lake to Grand Rapids, <laughs> back and forth for 10 years, and then and then we'll send you maybe to Arizona or something like that. <laughs> Have fun. Enjoy yourself. <laughs> you get the Lansing to Lubbock route. <laughs> armpit to armpit. That'd be awful. All right, this maniac Kathleen's back, who's a stewardess, oh. allegedly. Hey, stupid. Hey, I'm not stupid. <laughs> how, drunk, <laughs> how drunk are you? I'm not drunk. I've had two beers, and you better watch what, you, be say. what you say. Why? And you talk about pilots and passengers. How about the flight attendants? Who died in September 11th? You're fat. Exactly. Uh-oh. On the front line. Okay, yes, that's true. Yes, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, not yes, taking anything. that's true. And I'm not drunk. Watch what you say. <laughs> and yes, when you, you were are talking drunk. about Detroit, you smell. let me tell you, when you were talking about Detroit, you were drunk. You have no, I'm this. not drunk. I'm, nobody's drunk. Seriously. No, nobody's I'm run. a stewardess. I've been flying for eight years, and what you're saying on the radio is making me mad, <laughs> and that's why I called. What's <laughs> making you mad? You're not Thank even. You. Whoa. Whoa. Stupid. Drunk people have bad mouths. Mm-hmm. She's the prototypical person who would complain because she's not listening to what's going on. She flies like a sailor. She's got to be the most annoying flight attendant you could ever have, though. She's so drunk. <laughs> what should you... she say? Hey, what does that mean? Listen to you. One of her gay flight attendant friends is going to come kick your ass. <laughs> All right, don't <laughs> run them down. No, not bad-mouthing them. They just can't beat anyone up. <laughs> I'm just not afraid of them. She might scratch you with her nails. They always have nails. Nice long ones. She's pretty smart. She's going to publicly threaten you over the radio. She's mm. she's a pretty... You uh, think Chunks would make a good steward? He's met a lot of nice stewards. He was in love with the... He was in love with a boy named Stuart. All right, it's about to land. All right, so, uh... Anybody who wants to pray for him, pray now. Yeah. Hmm. Um, we'll talk to Patricia while we're watching this land. Patricia, you're in the hideout on Royal Radio. What do you got, Patricia? Wow, I'm actually waiting for a friend to land at MCL. I'm going to pull over to the alehouse and watch this landing. Is it happening like any minute now? It's yeah, happening. I think it's happening right now. Oh, can we take now? the feed? I don't know if we can take the feed. I don't know if we have anybody it. we can take it from. I mean, we can talk. There's nothing. That, I mean, we... We're going to be able to do just as good a job of talking okay. about what happens than they are. They don't have any, like, natural sound or anything. Man, that's wild. The only thing I can think of is that they didn't want to probably dump the fuel because if they dump the fuel, the friction, when it hits, it's going to create fire. So they probably had to fly around just to use up all the fuel. Yeah, that's what they've been doing. Okay, so they did all that. And then also most flights, when they land, they flare. They land on the, the rear gear, and they keep the nose up as much as you can. I suspect in this circumstance they're going to try to flare as long as possible, keeping the nose up as and long slow as Slow down. Possible. Yeah. Yeah, to try to get as and, and if I'm not mistaken, I think also the fire department, they typically can put something on the ground to prevent that friction, to prevent the, the fire. So I, I think it, they got some foam or something. All right, thank yeah. you. Thank you, Patricia. Appreciate uh, that. No worries. Bye, guys. Bye. Look at her with the technical information. She though. was a pilot, apparently. <laughs> oh. All right, what well, about the stewardesses and flight attendants? Well, that's true. Yeah, I mean, it's There's very just... true, but why would you go screaming that 
when you there's some, love us. When there's just, as You're many just like my ex boyfriend. <laughs> Alright, Wannabe says... The reason why I want to fly to different cities. I hate you! Wannabe says two possibilities. The front landing gear could either snap into place and they would land normally, or it would snap off and the plane would slide a lot, causing a lot of sparks. But... I guess I don't... I think he's right. I don't think it's going to be... Hopefully it's not going to be awful because of, the, of what... Patricia, Patricia just said, because they obviously normally land on the two rear ones. Yeah, you call that a flare, if you didn't know that. I know, I heard. Woo! <laughs> I'm going to need you to work on your flare. That's what you guys were telling the guy to do. Pull up! Pull up! Yeah, so... <sighs> keep the nose up. Apparently. And your chin. Hmm. When do you think it's going to happen? Right, John is an aircraft mechanic. I like all the people coming through. Yeah, I dig it. Except for Kathleen, who, by the way, is back on the phone. Hey, really? And tell her no, because she can't keep her mouth clean. I want to hear a little bit more from... No, because she's going to curse. That's fine. Let's just listen to Putin talk to her. Yeah, all right, Putin, let's hear you. Now, get the, take away the uh, receiver, and I just want to hear you. Make sure we can't hear her. Yeah. Hello, Kathleen. She says she won't curse. Huh. I believe her. Ask her what she looks like. She's make we're making stewardesses look bad. No, she How is. How are we? Yes. No, you are. Hey, I'm before, afraid that you are. You are making stewardesses look awful. Before she wants to talk to you, do you have like a bell you can bang? I don't care if you're not talk? drunk. You make people look stupid. <laughs> if you yeah, it's yes, sad if you aren't drunk. You are stupid. It's even sadder if you aren't drunk. If this is you normally. <laughs> <laughs> this is sad if you are not drunk. If you're drunk, at least you have an excuse. What a she maniac. She wants to speak to me in laminate terms. Laminate? <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, you know what? All right, uh, you keep talking to her. I'm going to talk to John, who's an aircraft mechanic. John. John, you're in the hideout on World Radio. What do you got, John? Yes, hey, um... A little bit nervous. Never called a radio show. Uh, U.S. Navy. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of times um, with the landing gear, what happens is the, uh, there's a weight on wheels and a weight off wheel switch mm-hmm. that allows the uh, the front uh, steering actuator to work. Now, depending on how a commercial aircraft is, once the weight on wheel switch works, and allow the front to go straight. Hmm. All right, so there's a chance then they could work out okay when they land. Yes. All right. Well, thank you, John. Definitely. I appreciate thank that. Thank you brother. very much. All right, let's break again. All right, hold you on. You think let's, so? Let's check in with Putin and Kathleen one more time. Oh, man, this is great. What's uh, she saying? Guess who was on the front lines during September 11th? Her. It was the stewardesses. Well, no, I mean, they, they saved all... everyone. They sa- who saves your life in an emergency? No, it's... Not the pilot. I, it's true, though. I mean, stewardesses they are were there, there doing stuff. That is true. Getting me soda. <laughs> and she's getting herself a beer. <laughs> that is true, too. All right, she's we'll, sneaking the mini bottles. All right, we'll take a break, and we'll come back. You can keep up the conversation uh, during the break. It's so funny just listening to this side. Oh, it's the Hideout <laughs> Row Radio 104.1. <laughs> All right, welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041. Star 1041 Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. 
right. Doogie Tarantino says, do you think they handed out the little liquor bottles? Do they do that? In case of emergency. I think they want you to be sober. Really? So that you, it, once they do. I don't know, because they drop the uh, the oxygen down, that calms you. So I think uh, alcohol also calm you. No, I don't think they would drop the oxygen down. No? That's only for when they lose cabin pressure. Isn't heard- there a possibility of that happening during... Uh, uh, emergency landing? No, 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 no. That happens when you're at a very high elevation. Mm. Hmm. No, uh, he's right. But uh, you could be right about the bottles, though, because you know drunk people typically are loose in a crash, so they don't take body damage. Really? What? Is that true? Like in car crashes, they say a lot of times the drunk driver is okay because he's so loose and oblivious as to where a sober person tenses up, and that's and it, that's how is they that get. Tr- are you? That are can you, happen. Yeah. That's what I've heard. All right, Putin's still talking to Kathleen. What's going on? Give me an update back there. Kathleen was a drunk flight attendant who called us and has been I'm not drunk and has been yelling. Putin, what's going on? How's the conversation going back there? I, I got to talk to her friend. Oh, her friend was much nicer. Yeah, was friend hot. Uh, I don't know. I, uh, invite them down to the studio. Would you guys? Hmm. They want to come up here and party. That's couple, fine. Couple of stewardesses. And bring Crystal. <laughs> Chili cheesified. Right. Please. How much cursing do you think is going on in that cockpit right now? I just want to get it over with. Now, if you're sitting next to your buddy, do you take the chance of telling them whatever you want to tell them and knowing that you might walk away from it? And do you think they're allowing, like, phone calls and stuff, too? I mean... I don't know. I don't know if this plane has, like, the uh, phones on it. Can you make a call? From that high? Oh, yeah. I think that they would make more exceptions in this scenario so that people remain calm. So I'm sure they're probably letting them do that. I don't think they'd give them the booze, though, because that could make them go crazy. I think so, too. I don't think they would give them booze, either. You think I don't they know if they'd give them over. I don't care. I would not care. You but yeah, how are you going to light it? They don't allow you with a lighter on there anymore. Yeah. Rub two sticks together. Hmm. Jesus, Tarone. What, with you and your friend you're talking to, giving all your odd secrets? <laughs> Would you finally just say that and be like, hey, bro, I always want to do this? Let's rub our sticks together? I always want to do this and then just kiss your dude friend? Oh, I've already done that. And I still wonder if they know how much danger they're in. I I would guess that they do. I think, they would, ass- I think they would assume, but I still don't think they tell them everything. I'm the gay one. Don't you aren't in the plane, Daron. You don't have to. <laughs> I'll slide down the pole and everything. You don't have to be admitting everything to us. I'm open to take it. Don't make it about you, Daron. This isn't you. This is about people and uh, JetBlue. I like those big pickles. Okay. Don't pull on my back hair. Daron, I'm asking you quietly. And nice. I want to see the carrot penis. <laughs> Please stop. This I definitely feel like a woman now. This isn't the time to run. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. I love penis. Oh. Enough. <laughs> I would take the dude. Seriously, enough. Come on. That was like five too many. Um, Putin, is Kathleen coming up? No, not tonight. She's got to fly to Rome tomorrow. She needs her sleep. 
So it was no, she has to watch Rome on Sunday. She's just getting everything confused. Her friend said she was flying out to Detroit. <laughs> she thinks she's flying to Rome. You think they lie to you? Romeo, that's where she's flying to. Can you imagine how pissed you were? Yeah, Romeo, Michigan. Yeah. Nice. You show arbitrary up, joke about something a town no one knows about. You show up for uh, work thinking you're going to Italy, and instead you're going to Michigan. Her friend wouldn't tell me what airline she worked for because she didn't want to give it a bad name. Yeah, I wouldn't have allowed <laughs> it on the air anyway. Well, I, I would just like to know for my own personal reference to know where not to go. Where not to fly to Detroit on. Excuse me, are you Kathleen? So anybody flying to Detroit tomorrow, just ask you. I'm just going to find any place that has direct uh, flights to Detroit. She's back. She's calling right now. Please don't make me answer it. Answer it and convince her to come up here. Or yeah. Get, hey, get her get her address and see if we can all go over there and party uh, after the show. That'll be the unofficial hideout maybe, after party. Maybe you can convince her to come up here. Oh, I talked to her off the air? No, on air. No, she already dropped uh, the F-bomb like two or three times. I'm willing to forgive and forget. No, I'm not. Not in these this day and age. We got a dump button. <sighs> All right, let's take a break. I don't know which more, what more we can do. Are they about to... Chunks, are you listening to this, the television? I thought they were about to land before. Yeah. I mean, it looks like it's making its descent, but... It does look like it's coming in, doesn't it? It looks like the wheels are normal again. This is probably going to be like a, a super slow descent, though. The coverage on the uh, TV feed, they're still talking about, like, mechan- they're ha- interviewing mechanics and stuff like that about what's going on. They're not really talking as if it's descending yet. All right, we already did that. Tell them the hideouts covered all of that. Tell them to carry our feed. We should do this every night. Watch we, the news? Just watch TV and talk about it. <laughs> And coming up next, we're going to watch Lost and comment. Oh, yes. We'll take a break. We'll come back. I actually uh, got a call, and I need to go home to my house. No, you don't. Yeah, it just came in. Quick break. We'll come back. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Chef and Dubs on a Wednesday night reminding you the official Hideout After Party they're Thursday nights at Chillers, 33 West Church Street, downtown Orlando, home of Latitude's Big Belly Brewery and Chillers. No cover, live music, great drinks on Thursday nights with the hideout after party. And Tommy uh, has a lot planned Tommy for this Bate- Thursday. Tommy Bateman, the first host. Uh, $2 Miller Light and Jaegers at all three bars. Uh, $3 frozen drinks at Chillers. This week's prizes include 9-inch nails, tickets, Pennywise tickets, do action sports tour tickets, and Firestone gift certificates, which I really need new tires. I was actually going to steal those. (laughs) Steal them or win them. Whatever. And then I'll give away another prize that's worth well under $10,000. Nice. Nightmare Dave, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What do you got, Nightmare Dave? Hey, guys. Uh, I just wanted to call. I was uh, I won from the the chunks with the uh, razor deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, when the first season of Lost DVD, and you guys said you were going to commentate on the episode tonight. <laughs> no, please don't. I don't. I don't want to ruin it. And yeah, I got one disc left of the of the first season there. Oh, it's it's such a good it. series. We're, we'll hold off for you then, Nightmare Day. Appreciate it. Bro. All right, thanks, guys. Plus, I think ABC would be pissed at us. <laughs> Should we tell him who dies? No wow, don't say anything about what happens to the dog. Stop. 
numbers. Um, right now we're actually looking at the. Uh, man, look at that! That the. Uh, yeah, that that landing gear is just completely messed up on the JetBlue flight. I'm sorry, I was kind of speechless for a second. It was the the JetBlue flight that's about to emergency land because it's absolutely turned to the side. Yeah. And kind of almost bent up a little. Mm-hmm. I mean, from it just hanging out there, it has to get some kind of damage to it. All right, Destro makes an interesting observation. Mm-hmm. And he says it's more about the video coverage of the plane, but I think it's true of all 24-hour news outlets. He goes, the video coverage is just like a bad porno. You know the kind that plays the same scene over and over to make the scene longer. Mm-hmm. He has perfectly summed up 24-hour news uh, stations or channels. And oh, I, especially in something like this where they have a couple minutes of really good footage. You'll see that footage over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. It won't stop. Now, just veering away for a second the, with the porno thing, too. Mm-hmm. I always hate it when they switch back. To the loop footage, and it's a completely different position. And they're just going to act like you're stupid and you don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like there's no uh, there's no way that they got to any other position that quick. Yeah, it's just, it doesn't, I have one specific. It never matches up. I have one specific scene where, all right, let me think of how I can do this, how I can explain it. Earlier, mm-hmm. uh, the man was in control. Yeah. Then it turns out to where they were acting as if they were dogs. Okay? And then it's a quick cut to the man being back in control and then going back, like, just out of nowhere, just to make the scene longer. Well, the the really obvious ones to me are, like, if uh, the guy slaps her on the ass and leaves a print, and then it'll cut real quick to something where she is completely not sweating or doesn't have a mark on her butt. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what gets me more than that? When uh, no, mm. when it shows a scene uh-huh. and then it goes to a different scene and like the girl's bra is back on. Have you ever seen that before? Oh yeah, that I, drives me crazy. I take responsibility. Thank, Thank you. you, Mr. Bush. I don't like it when he can't even button his butt his uh, shirt correctly. I, you, know, I hate it when they switch from various positions and they just faded them already in that act. Mm-hmm. I hate that. Or they dub over the moaning. Oh, oh worse. And it never matches up. They can never do it correctly. It's and, they, and here's the funny thing. They don't even try. No. no. They'll walk in, do one t- one uh, cut, you know? Oh, oh wow. And oh, you're it. great. No, it's always wow. like way over the top. like, ah! And she's standing there biting her lip. Doing nothing. <laughs> like a dead fish. <laughs> I've seen some of those. Piranha porn. Big fan of it. All right, 407-916-1041, How did you guys end up talking about porn? Where did this lead to porn? Destro talking about how they keep showing the oh. same footage over and over, kind of looping it like it's a bad porn. The ones there, they uh, need to extend it to the four-hour supercuts. Hey, is that Kathleen chick coming up? I don't know. She keeps calling back. She's going to come in. She's not. I have to wake up at 6. Blah, blah, blah. blah. I have to go drinking. She may as well just stay up all night. Come on in, Kathleen. Yeah, I'm sure she's pulled a few all-night benders before. (laughs) She's just going to Detroit. Trust me, the people who are going to Detroit from Orlando, 
just want to be left alone. Yeah. Because they're probably sad. When you're when you've been up all night, you'll have the same look of misery as all those people going to Detroit. <laughs> Barry, you're in the hideout on Royal Radio. Barry. Hey, I just wanted to comment on the porn thing. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. Awful when they go from the money shot mm-hmm. straight to the guy's face, like grunting and screaming <laughs> away. <laughs> that's the worst. I kind of like it though. It, it makes me giggle. And that's I what I want. I want to giggle after I'm done. And I never understand this either. Why they always show the look on the dude's face. You know what bothers me about porn? Not enough shots of the woman's face and how she's enjoying herself. That's one of my favorite things. Because like, she's not. That's... <laughs> see, I'd like to see that enjoyment and not just hear it. Because it sounds like she's having a blast. No, he is. Hmm? Never mind. Mm. I've you got mail. You know, while we're no. talking about porn, I may as well throw this out there. Films that have two guys and one girl, Ugh. I won't watch those anymore because I think the girl is dirty if she's willing to do that. I mean, she's dirty if there's a camera there. That's Exactly, but in my mind, if there's two guys, she's trashy. And I, have, I don't want to watch it. it However, are you jealous? Me. Ironically, when there's three, she's back to uh, normal. Oh, mm-hmm. high class, yeah. Then she's just talented. Yeah, then... Then it goes from, you know, a wannabe to a star. Maybe I'm ready to take on dudes. I think you are, Daron. I think you are. I'm the gay one. I'm just, I don't understand why they why they uh, threw out the A25 in this plane and still sh- circling. I'm sure they're trying to burn off as much fuel as possible. Yeah, but don't throw out the A25 and have everybody going crazy. They're selling the quarter hour on me, and I don't like it. Because <laughs> we're sold, man. We're gonna everybody throughout the buildings watching this mm-hmm. thing. And I is, even sold the promo people on it. And what is it about humanity too, where we just have to watch this? It's, it's. I do just, you think? And honestly, I'm throwing this out legitimately. Do you think people who are watching this are going to end up disappointed if it isn't horrific, like you, a plane? You know, crash? I know for a fact there are many people out there rooting for a failed attempt. So they can say, yeah, I watched that live. That was crazy. I saw it happen. I was telling you before, I think the reason why it's being covered so much is you know the program director probably wants to see tragedy so they can be the first one to get the rating. Check and see if it's on network TV yet, because that's when you know it's about ready to uh, land. Yeah, that's true. I'm afraid to turn the channel. I'm afraid that's when it's going to happen. Just change it to one network channel. The Lost Channel, yeah. and uh, then and then hit back after that. Put it on Channel Nine. You guys, Ooh, are, what, if, what if we miss it? Then we would be. Uh, it's not like they wouldn't replay it a trillion times. Hmm. Okay, hit back. No. And apparently, it's not on the network TV. I don't think it'll go to network TV. Uh, Hefe, C- Kathleen would like a, an apology. From who? From people that made rude remarks about stewardesses. Well, no one did it. You know what? The only apology worth giving is one face-to-face. So if she wants it, I think she should come up here. Yeah, I will give her an apology if she comes up here topless. Put in the teller, topless. Tell her. With her stewardess bottoms. Tell her I'll even bow before her. He will even bow before you if you come up to the studio. Topless apology. Why aren't you throwing the topless in, Putin? That's a big factor. Kathleen's a drunk stewardess that we've been talking to for the last 45 minutes. I'm not drunk. Where's my margarita? (laughs) 
Oh. Where are my condoms? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, selling your margarita. Yeah. All right, Alex PCS, going back to the porn thing, goes, mm-hmm. Tommy Degree, like when they switch screens and her eye's not black anymore, <laughs> and that's probably not any fun. Or sp- somehow the blood got cleaned up. It's not realistic. Yeah. It has to be realistic for me. And when they're using fake blood, I know. I know when they are. Hey, by the way, real fast, because, I mean, we're sitting here talking about the airplane thing. Mm-hmm. Did you see where they're now testing airplane uh, cell phones for airplanes in Europe? Yeah. Is I that mean, maybe uh, the worst idea ever? Imagine if you are in a situation where the flight's going fine. Uh, something like that can make the flight go totally wrong for you. Mm-hmm. You're sitting there, and you're just getting some douchebag next to you spilling his guts to his girlfriend, wife, whatever, because he's freaked out. Well, not even that, but imagine where it's just a normal flight, okay? Mm -hmm. And you're sitting next to someone either talking business really loud, because people now on their cell phones, they'll talk about anything, anywhere, and act as if others can't hear them. Well, my thing is that... Even on like the most uh, clean flights, where everybody uh, is happy, there's always that one person who's freaking out just because they're in the air. And you know that person would be on the phone every time he flies, telling his mother how much he loves him. Oh, and just calling everybody? Yeah. And the worst is the hands-free people, because I've actually been walking... Okay. Oh, you have hands-free? Well, yeah, I got a little thing. Because when I'm walking by someone, if they're talking on their hands-free kit, I actually respond to them because I think they're talking Sometimes, to me. yeah, because if it's in the wrong ear, you know, and you don't see. Yeah, and then they act like you're the idiot you for, gotta, for responding to them. You're rude because hey, you, interrupt, yeah, you interrupted them, so you're rude. They point to their ear. you got to understand, um, not everyone's schizophrenic nowadays. They have hands-free. I'm sorry if I can spend $15 in, on the attachment. Then you need to like make sure you stare at the ground so you, no one thinks you're talking to them. Yeah. Who would talk to you anyway? I don't know. It was actually a, an older woman, and I thought she was hitting on me. It was at a pool, at a public pool. Saying what? I don't. She's like, no, I'm talking to someone else, not you. I hate the when people get pissed at you and point at something like yeah. your ear. Or here's something like that. here's how you know if she was talking to you. Comb your back hair. If she had said that, she's talking to you. All right, Putin said he almost had Kathleen down here, but she wanted him to buy her dinner. I'll buy her dinner. Send her down here. We got plenty of never food in the back. Yeah. Tell her we have uh, plenty of never turkey, never <laughs> chicken, and never rice and beans. All right. You can I give her the uh, beans. hot cocoa. That's dinner. Mm-hmm. That's all there is around here. All right, we're going to take a break, and we'll come back. All Tell right. her to bring up some uh, saran wrap. I'll make her a hot lunch. <laughs> It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Uh oh. Triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one star one zero four one on your singular wireless phones. I'm really getting nervous over this plane. It, it, it is coming down now. It's coming uh, in for yeah, its landing. On the news feed, it is. All right, so the JetBlue flight that was headed from LA to New York, the front nose gear. Um, ended up getting stuck sideways. They've been burning oh, fuel. Here it is. Here it comes in to land. Oh, it's about to hit the uh, the runway with the front gear turned sideways. 
I think they're going to uh, try to stay back on the. All right, so hold on a second. All right, they're right over the 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 runway right now. Back wheels have landed, and they're keeping the back wheels up. Looks like they're keeping the nose up as long as they possibly can, and they're just they're going as long as they can with the wheels up. They're Keep trying to pull it up. Come on, come on, come on, come on. It looks like the front is still up. It. Did it come oh, down? there it is. Now it's down. It's right, down. It's, it's down, and the there's a whole it, bunch of smoke coming from the wheel. But it looks like it's because, running okay right now. Because it hasn't turned yet. Oh, right, now, oh, oh, oh. There's sparks. There's some fire coming out now from the sparks on the oh, plane. No. Come on, Because stop, the wheel stop, still stop, hasn't stop, turned stop. yet. It looks like the wheel's about to now give. Oh, no. And, that can't be good. And no, they're slowing down, though. They're yeah. definitely slowing down. And, and they stopped. On. Look at the, look Is at it the, stopped? Look at the tires. It's about to stop in an accident. Yeah. Greatest pilot yeah. in the in the world. You know, if I was on that plane, I'd be kissing him. Free oral for the pilot. He should never have to pay for gas again. That, no joke, that might have been the best landing ever. That was amazing. Oh. It looks smoother than most planes yeah. I have landed on. That was amazing. Wow. I am thoroughly impressed. That is it. Chunks, book that pilot. I want to talk to him in the next ten minutes. Yeah. I'm sure the Today Show isn't you, you, signing him for exclusive rights right now. Could you imagine if you had a mic inside the cabin right now? I bet you they're so so happy. You imagine... Blank, like, yeah! Yeah. How much everybody is cheering? He's a rock star now. How he many, is the best. How many stewardesses do you think that pilot gets tonight? As many as he wants, and he deserves them. So Every now, last one of them. So now tomorrow, how do these people get back to New York? Yeah, I'll be you, driving. Now you got to get. But what are the chances? What are the chances that it happens to you again? Still too high. Yep. After going through that, that was. Oh. A, all right. So again, the four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. If you watch this thing with us. Yeah, call us up. Tell us what you think. I can't believe that gear didn't give way. I know. I thought for sure we were going to see that uh, that whole gear because break the, apart and then the nose just slam against the ground. Because the front the front gear was completely turned the wrong way. And then when the sparks and fire started, I got really, really worried. But I, honestly, I wasn't because it was slowing down. I mean, yeah, it was slowing down, but still, it, that thing could have been still going like 90... To 100 miles an hour. If that thing slammed down, it can still cause some damage and kill some people. Yeah, with all that weight, even you know 20 miles an hour, with that smacked down, that'd probably start a fire. Mm -hmm. And you could see the spark shooting up. How many times are you going to see this on television? That landing. That was amazing. That was that was movie type stuff. Yeah. Kurt Russell didn't even do it that well in an executive decision. <laughs> yeah, but what about a striker in airplane? No, a striker did it well. Right, how, He's never flown a commercial flight before. You know what? We should have timed it to see how long it would take them to replay it. <laughs> it was literally like two minutes on CNN. Surely you can't think uh, he, that it would take that long. It was just probably long enough just for them to rewind the tape. Mm. No one got the stop Don't calling me Shirley. Me Shirley. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Look at you two. That was amazing, dude. 
Chunks, how do you like your coffee? The way he likes his men? Creamy. Black. Yeah. <sighs> all right, there it is, man. That wow. Was... Amazing. That's all we... I've... We probably said that about 17 times this break alone. It really was, though. Could you imagine coming down and just... I would mess myself. Would you at that point? Yeah. I would have done it probably far before then. Do you think they let you go up to use the restroom so you don't do that? What, while you're in the air? Probably. But not when you're coming down. You think they put everyone in the back of the plane? Maybe. Because if there is going to be front impact, well, for weight reasons, plus if you're in the back and the front slams the impact, you're not really taking the blunt of it. Hmm. Yeah, like just kind of put if it was because yeah something like that probably seats what and I don't want to take the blunt of anything. It's so brunt, idiot. What? It's brunt. No, not it's blunt. No, it's blunt. No, it's brunt. It's brunt of it. You don't want to bear the brunt of it. That's what I said. Brunt. <laughs> and by, by the way, they can't put everyone in the back of the plane because we all have civil, civil rights now. That's where I'd go. I well, then you're a sellout. Is it really brunt? This is brunt, yes. Bear the brunt of it. There's blunt been, objects, and there been, are blunts to smoke. Have you been going through your entire life saying bearing the blunt of it? I'm actually <laughs> thinking back to all the times I've used this word, and I'm hoping this is the first time I've done it. You're stupider than Kathleen, the drunk uh, Oh, come on. Oh, now she's going to call again. I'm not stupid. I'm just drunk. All right, people want us to announce if they when they get off the plane to make sure. Now, they sure aren't rushing them off the plane, are they? Isn't it normally they drop the little slide thingy and everybody comes scooting out? Wow. Right, Putin says he's starting to fall in love with Kathleen. Yeah? Look out, crazy eyes. He's found himself a stewardess that goes to Detroit. An even crazier girl. You do. You have something for the crazies, don't you, Putin? Yes, sir. How old is she? I don't know. Why didn't you get the important the important? Come on, statistics? Putin doesn't care how old she is. Yeah, he it's not like he's worried uh, they she could be too old for him. I'd do Nefertiti or something if they could find her body. What? I don't even understand what you're talking about. Oh man, I was hoping to see the people jump out of the thing. Who's the first one out? Who do you think? Uh, some pregnant chick. Are you gonna take bets? You think it'll be a white person or a black person out first? Oh, white. I'm going stewardess. All right, let's count how many people come. <laughs> let's count how many people come out before a black person comes out. Okay. Well, it's L.A. I doubt there's any on the plane. Oh yeah, it is L.A. too. L.A. to New York. All right, Latin people as well. What TV show you think the pilot's on tomorrow? Doing an interview with All USA Today first. USA Today. That's I, I mean, not USA Today, but uh, Today Show. Today Show. He's going to be yeah. on all of them. He's going to be on the CNN. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's going to be. On, he's going to make the rounds. Yep. And he deserves the rounds. How many book deals does everybody get? Only one should be out there for the pilot. Well, don't forget the co-pilot. Nope, the pilot. No, I bet the co-pilot had a lot to do, too. I doubt it. The pilot's the man. He's the only one uh, that I'm uh, endorsing. Actually, just this just in, neither the pilot or the co-pilot landed. It was actually a stewardess who landed it, because they're the most important people on the plane. What if it was the autopilot? Auto from the Phillips file? I don't think he was on the plane. No, he wasn't. I just saw him a second ago. No, autopilot. Oh. Hmm. The one they inflated? Yeah. And put it in the front seat? 
Tomcat, you're in the hideout on Royal Radio. How you guys doing? Yo, dude. Mm -hmm. Love you. Can you know. Hey, I've been on, actually on a plane when uh, they've done an emergency landing when they've uh, deflated the whole side of the, the slides and everything. Mm-hmm. And the first thing that they do, it's just like total procedure, kind of like the same thing that you hear when you're on the plane. Um, you know, they deflate everything and they let everybody else out. You're there to assist everyone. The stewardess are there. They let everybody go. <laughs> Now, does it, uh, let me ask you, how scary was that for you? I mean, was it, what kind of a situation was it for you? I had to change my underwear afterwards. I'm sure, man. I couldn't and even. The adrenaline was running, but still, I mean, you kind of had to, you know, just do your thing. I mean. Do you sleep that night? Um, no, actually, I stayed up telling stories all night to everybody that I knew that was, like, programmed into my cell phone. Huh. You just call them making the rounds. Oh, yeah. It was like 2 o'clock in the morning by the time I came home, and I was telling everybody, you're not going to believe this. Calling sure some cheap whore that you met in uh, the bar like five months ago, and he still had her number in there. Yeah. Hey, baby, oh, I know. <laughs> Thanks, Tom. You know what? I got laid that night. Oh, of, of course. course you. Why wouldn't you? All right, that would be interesting. That sounded like your friend Lefty. And thanks to Tomcat. I haven't heard from Rusty in a while. Out of the 149 people on that plane, how many of them do you think will have sex this evening? I think I'd be too traumatized. No way. No. I'd either be too traumatized or I'd be, like, living on top of the world. Oh, I, that's how I'd be. I mean, I've been in, all, in so many near car crashes, and right afterwards, I'm honking the horn, pumping my fist out the window, just so happy that I survived. Happy, I think you asked the wrong question. How many people tried already on the people plane? People are coming off now. No, yep. they're not doing that. I think it's an old woman. Of course. Or Is that crazy eyes? I never understand why they let the old people off first. They've lived the longest. And they're gonna and they're the slowest. Yeah, and they, they just stop everybody from getting off. And they're sitting there and they're chatting to everybody, telling them about their cat and their pills and their prescription prices. You stay at the you stay there. My hips really hurting today. <laughs> See I'd get off and I'd slide down that uh the banister? Yeah, I'd, I'd be doing something celebratory, if Ew. that's the word. Yeah, I'd be making uh I'd be making the news because you know all the cameras would be right on you. I'd walk out with my shirt off. With a big sign that said, hide out what? <laughs> yeah, Come out right. throwing the stone cold salute up. These have got to be the slowest stair descenders I've I'd ever seen. running off of that yeah. thing. Get me the hell away from this thing. I run off a regular flight. You see the people standing under it? I wouldn't want to be under that joint. No, that's stupid. I think it collapse. you would figure. But then again, it and, landed going, what, 300 miles an hour. But still, I, if if Deuce chills right and they put most of the people to the back, they're putting a lot of weight on it now with all the people. Oh, I, I hope that doesn't happen. Who oh. says Deuce chills right? No, if he is. Hmm. All right, how if many he people, is, it's the first time. How many people in L.A. are going to go around pretending they were that pilot just to score? Or at least on the like, plane. Like just tonight. Everyone walks around with the wings on their, you know, yeah, buckled I'd, on them. I would go there and just, like, I'd just go around to all the bars and get free drinks. Because that's what you do. Ha you, ha you only have a certain, like, window in which you could do that. Because tomorrow everybody's going to know who that pilot is. So, like, within the next four or five hours. You think the pilot and co-pilot were fighting in the cockpit of who gets to do the landing? No, it's no. always the pilot. No, no, no. Not true at all. But in this kind of situation, it's always the pilot. It's not it has to be. Why would you? Why would he be the co-pilot if he's going to make this landing? But, like, if we were in a plane right now, I would land, not J-Dubs. No, no, the co-pilot is a certified pilot, too. I'd be crying. 
I would be the one in charge. The, the co-pilot knows how to fly the plane. No, he doesn't. Yeah. He gets drinks, too. In fact, I think the co-pilot does most of the work, and the pilot just sits there and reads. He's the boss. All right, why would... Uh, that is like me. <laughs> All right, never mind. <laughs> I mean, that would be uh, landing the plane. I'd be going around having sex and then beating up old people using them so for, like, cushioning. <laughs> What's wrong with you? What? I'm just being honest. Person? I know you are. Hey, uh... Hey, uh, your name's Nan, right? <laughs> Shock jock. Yeah, come on, let's crash now. I got some cushioning. Shock jock. Bring it, you bitch plane. Shock jock. Well, there it is. To be perfectly honest with you, we've been following this thing for an hour and a half, and I'm elated. I'm yeah. so glad this thing landed. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, kudos to the pilot and everything that went on there. And that's uh, You'll be hearing a lot more about this tomorrow. If I was on that pilot, I mean, if I was on, what? <laughs> no, that's what I was about to say. If I was on that plane, I would do anything uh. for that pilot. I mean, anything. Hmm? Seriously, that's that's the type of thing where I will go gay. Will you give him a hideout T-shirt? I'll give him a hideout Hummer. Isolate that. <laughs> we'll take a break. We'll come back. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. This is the song I'd have sex to tonight if I were on that airplane. To the pilot. To hide out, Road Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041-STAR-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Jeff, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What's up, Jeff? I want to talk to uh, J-Dubs or El Jefe there. Uh, I'm the pilot from the plane, and one of you guys owes me a hideout Hummer. Come on up. <laughs> that was Dubs. Come on up. I had nothing to do with that. And congratulations, Jeff. Although I have a feeling tomorrow the pilot's name won't be Jeff, or even today, or even now. Beth, you're in the hideout on Verb Radio. What's up, Beth? Hey, I'm just joining you guys. I'm not quite sure what you're talking about, but if you're talking about drinking and flying, the mm-hmm. rule is eight hours bottle to throttle. Oh, really? So you can drink eight hours? You have to stop drinking eight hours before you fly? Yes, sir. I, I, it's more than eight. No. 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 Why not eight? Eight's a long time, Eight's man. perfect. That's a work day. How do you know this, Beth? Well, when you date a couple Ember Riddle pilots, then uh, you get to learn stuff. I mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Eight hours bottle to throttle. Maybe Got it's... It. Appreciate it, Beth. Commercial pilots, it's longer than eight no. hours. And I'm, I'm, I promise you, it's not because I remember a story about it a year ago where I think it was, it was, I could at have most ten. I could have sworn it was twelve. No. I, say, I thought it was eight. I thought it was a normal sleeping night. I say eighty minutes. Hmm. So you wouldn't care if they were flying your plane? Think about it. It's like driving a car for them. Would you drive with a drunk driver? Yes. Yeah. I How have. many times have you been in the car and someone does a quick swerve? And like, well, well, let's see. There was that one time Tommy Bateman was listening to The Killers. But he doesn't drink. And almost killed us. Because that little swerve in a car, if you take that over to an airplane, you're done. That's How do true. you know? Hey, you're going to run into that cloud and it'll end everything for I'm talking you. about on the landing. They don't do any little swerves. And you got a nice three-hour flight before you land. And you got all that time, time to, time to sober, sober up. Have a little pretzels, some water, yeah. coffee. Maybe one of those Nutri-Grain bars. 
You guys have got it figured out. Britt, you're on the hideout on Royal Radio. We've done it many times. Hey, how you doing, guys? Yo. It is eight hours from bottle to throttle, mm -hmm. regardless of commercial or civilian aviation. Mm -hmm. However, the caveat to that is is that you cannot still be intoxicated at your time of flight. So, okay. It's little bit of both. Yeah, right. So if you if you were totally hammered eight hours before and you wake up eight hours later and it's still in your system, you can't fly. Thank you, Britt. Appreciate right that, bro. Do they breathalyze you before you fly? I'm I don't think every time, but if they suspect. I just said let them do it. Those things basically fly themselves. All right, let me ask you this then. They do. You guys, you've got to be kidding me. No. No. Once you, like, let's say you're flying from Orlando to France. Okay. okay. Long flight, maybe 10, 12 hours. Once the pilot gets it in the air, it's basically switched over to autopilot. The inflatable guy? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I say you're able to have two, three beers to pass the time as long as you're sober by the time it's time, by the time you land in Paris. Well, I guess it... Okay, if the pilot and co-pilot take turns of who's drinking, maybe. Yeah, just like when you're doing a road trip. And then, not, you know, the other one sleeps it off. What about robo-tripping? Will you allow them to do that? With the robo-tussing? Mm -hmm. <laughs> no, I can do blow, the and tussle? blow out their membranes. Yeah, but they don't need their membranes to lie in a plane. They don't need to smell the... I mean, the... I mean that 10-hour flight, why would you try to do that sober? That's stupid. Why would you try to go 10 hours sober? That's even dumber. You need at least something. Can't smoke. All right, what would you rather have your pilot doing, meth or alcohol? Alcohol. Meth. Meth, he stays awake. Yeah, he's Still, very alert. Why do you have all the wrong answers, Daron? I don't know what meth does to you. Keeps you awake, makes you more alert. Come Help. on over to my place. Doesn't it make you all, teach doesn't it make you jittery though? You're a college student, you should know. It makes you jittery, right? It makes no. you study harder. How are you gonna hold on to that stick if you're you know You know what I call it? Brain fuel. Mm-hmm. Gets you A's. Knowledge nuggets you put in your mouth. Whatever you take makes you stupid, Daron. It's <laughs> not meth, I'll tell you that. That's your problem. Number nine, you're in the hideout on Row Radio. What's up, guys? Yo. Hey, I can't believe I'm actually going to contribute two nights in a row to the show, but uh, Classic. that was an awesome landing. Did you watch the whole thing? Yeah, I watched it. It was amazing. Um, Here's the thing, too. I wonder if, I guess we don't have it, like us cheering. I wonder if that sounded stupid on the radio when we were cheering. No, no, it was, it was good, man. I mean, that, that was amazing. Yeah, I agree. I'd have to say this is the record for the number of times amazing has been said during the 9 o'clock hour. In uh, Central Florida. I want uh, people to keep track of how many times we said amazing and then listen to Tony Bruno tomorrow and tell me how many times he said beautiful and we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll compare those. All right, I'm getting word it was good when we cheered because it actually made us seem like human beings and compassionate. <laughs> See, that's, some, not, that's a rarity here in the hideout. We're not shock jocks. We want people to be okay. Shock jock. No. Not now. Shock jock. You think when we cheered that made chicks like like us more? No. What? We still look the same. Oh, hideous. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> look at the two of us in our shame. Thinking that cheering an airplane landing is going to get us laid. Like we were on it. Alright, here. I, I think it's just because my nipples are big. It's because my face is hideous. 
I say the two of us from now on, from this moment on, you and I were on that plane. We basically lived the experience okay. here on the radio. For an hour and a half, you and I were on that plane. We went through the same emotions. Anger. Hope. Fear. All of it. And then relief. When we landed. Safely. When I landed the plane. Safely. And I was next to you as your co-pilot. Giving me the good old salute. Thumbs up. Look for us tomorrow on the Today Show. Wake up tomorrow with Today and the Hideout. Yeah, look for us on the Today Show because we ran a scam last night. They won't even have us on the Daily Buzz. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we'll take a break and we'll come back. Who are these douchebags? All right, Putin's asking if we're allowed to lie outright on the radio. Yes. Mm -hmm. It's the Hideout. We can say whatever we want. Except eight words, apparently. And a, and a continuously growing list. Hey, you know what we didn't do? Hideout headline game show. Let's do that now. Then we'll have those tapes that J-Dubs has been itching to play. Mm-hmm. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. Be a winner. Celebrate with us as we uh, go over some headlines. Includes four-pack of tickets to see the UCF Knights versus Marshall this Saturday. Henry Rollins at the uh, House of Blues, Ticketmaster.com. You got dinner and a movie from Quiznos and the Mindhunters DVD. And a $25 gift card to Panera Bread. It's very simple. Hideout Headline Game Show. Light them up. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. Easy way for you to win a prize and learn a little something. Next in the hideout, Row Radio 104.1. I light them up. Hideout headline game show. Time for you to be a winner. 407 star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. It is the hideout, Row Radio 104.1. I am El Hefe, and that is J-Dubs. Are you going to want me to play Putin's crappy intro again, or... Well, it, we have to have an open for the game show. Just make it quick. Go. Welcome to the Hideout Headlines Game Show, where we find out if you know what the hell is going on. I still can't believe they gave me a whole segment to myself. Those suckers. Hey, Tommy, is this thing still recording? Sadly. Do you want me to make the open for this? Beat it. No, it's his responsibility. All right, here we go. Uh, great prizes on the line. 407-916-1041, Running a little late, but we shoot for the 9 o'clock hour. And we made it by the skin of our teeth. So let's go to Mr. Miyagi first in the hideout. You ready? Uh, hideout headline game show, world news, national, local, sports, or entertainment. What would you like to go with, Mr. Miyagi? Um, let me get some sports. All right, here's sports with Putin. Sports. This is multiple choice, Mr. Miyagi. Are you ready? Yeah. All right. The Redskins are one of only how many undefeated teams left in the NFL? Is it A, 2, B, 3, C, 7, or D, 9? How many undefeated teams in the NFL? Seven. You are correct, sir. You know what the hell is going on. All right. Hold on, Mr. Miyagi. That opens up a phone line. I can't believe the Redskins are undefeated. Yeah, so it's, it's a little crazy, but very deceiving. 
in this time of year. So I'll tell you why. I told you this earlier. Mark Burnell. He did throw some nice passes Monday, but... He did. Let's go to Triple C. You're in the hideout and we're ready. Are you ready to play? Yeah, sure am. Okay. A sports off the table, so that means world, national, local, or entertainment news. What do you got? Uh, let's go with local. All right, local news. Here's Putin. Local news. This is fill in the blank. Firefighters in Winter Park responding to a call found no fire, but they did find lots of what? Uh, geez, crystal meth. Ooh, close, but no. What is it? It's lots of pot. Pot plants. Lots and lots of pot. Hmm. If you would have said drugs, would he have been uh, correct? I think, though, the whole point is to be general here. Stuff. He found. They found a bunch of stuff. And you win. <laughs> go, go to uh, Chris. 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 Chris, you're in the hideout and we're ready. Are you ready to play? I'm ready. All right. World, national, or entertainment news, what are you going with? Entertainment. All right. Entertainment. Here's Putin. This is true and false. Uh, true or false, Tyra Banks revealed on her new talk show that her breasts are indeed fake. That's false. That is correct, sir. You know what's going on. Yeah. Congratulations, Chris. Hold on, buddy. Yeah, she revealed they're real, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, By sir. showing them to the crowd. Whoa. Yeah, she made all the uh, men leave the, and during commercial break. Well, then what's the point? Are you point? being serious? Yeah. You're kidding me. No. Some lucky guy has that on camera. No, because no guys were allowed there. Even the crew? I think they. she made the crew leave, too. All right, here's the thing. The ratings for that are going to be so bad, eventually she's going to reenact it. Mm-hmm. In live. The, or in the nice pages of uh, Playboy. Let me ask a question involving this. Mm-hmm. Switch the roles around. Obviously, no one wants to see that. But if that would have been a guy, and he's like, all right, ladies, get out. That's a lawsuit waiting to happen. Right? Showing the dudes you're Dugan? I'm not I'm not focusing on the Dugan part. You obviously are. No. Mo, mo, what mo, I'm mo, saying mo, is mo. that if you reverse the roles, that's wrong what she did. The, the men I'll deserve... i a hideout Hummer. Exactly. The men deserve All right. This. I don't know what you're talking about. You're crazy. <laughs> Adam, you're in the hideout on our radio. What's up, Anthony? Uh, not much. We're doing this hideout headline game show with Putin. What's left? World and um, national? Uh, yes, I'll play national. All right, national. All right, in national news, true or false, a dance-off erupts into street brawl. Uh, true. You are correct, sir. Do you actually know that, or are you just guessing? Uh, I, I read the newspaper this morning. No. Right on. Great. Congratulations, Adam. Hold on. That was, um... Did they ban the uh, dancing in a town, so they decided to, uh... And Kevin Bacon started a gang war to dance off all gang wars. He Who's just, Kevin Bacon? He just ruined your joke. And he was trying to run with it, but somehow... He still ruined it. All right, here's your new game show music. Oh. And let's wrap it up with Tyler. Tyler, you're in the high down road radio. You're left with world news. Hideout Headline Game Show, Real Radio 104.1. Okay. Uh, that's uh, Mikey Putin. Ha! You said your real name. <laughs> <laughs> Mike. All right, multiple choice, Tyler. All right, 
All right. An Israeli couple was fined 1,000 rupees for doing what during their wedding in Pushkar, India? Is it A, kissing, B, being nude, C, smoking marijuana, or D, reciting Hebrew vows? Um, I think it's yeah, 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 yeah. Why ruin the game show? I pray for nuclear holocaust because of that man. Matt, no. you got any guess, <laughs> Matt? See, this is a beautiful thing. I was going to be left on hold, not left with any questions to play. And thanks to that jackass, I'm in like Flint. You, you are. Now, do you got a guess? Yes, I have a guess. It's completely from out of nowhere, so it doesn't prove I know anything. But I'm going to go with D, reciting Hebrew vows. Uh, sir, I admire your effort, but you're wrong. Uh, at least you got the chance. To, what was it? It was kissing, actually. Very strict laws over there in India. About what, kissing? you can't kiss? Yes, no public displays of affection. The priest became incredibly offended when they began to kiss and uh, called authorities. And they have been arrested. I do agree with that, though. Yeah, but... I don't know. Not to the point of getting arrested. Mm -hmm. I think you should be smacked. For kissing at a wedding. Were they the bride and groom? Yes. <laughs> Arrest him. Arrest him for even having the idea of getting married. Yeah, that's moronic. <laughs> Basically, they're going to jail, essentially. Yeah. They're being locked up in some way or another, no matter what, so might as well be in jail. I say death penalty. Just put them out of their misery at everything that's going to happen to them. And I do... I. Chunks is a moron. What do you do now? He types to me and he goes, PTA is one of the most annoying things ever. I think oh, you meant... PTI? You mean? I think you meant PDA. Public displays of affection. Oh, I thought you were talking about public pardon. terms of affection. No. Thought, your parent-teacher association. I thought he was talking about pardon the interruption. Because that can be annoying, too. Who do you like more, Wilbon or Kornheiser? Kornheiser, please. Wilbon has nothing. Yeah. <sighs> what? All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. Our boy Ellis Dean is here. Nice. Brought food and chicks. Mm. Which one can I eat first? <laughs> we'll take a break. We'll come back. It's a hideout road radio 104.1. So hard, I'm my car. I was trying to be funny, but uh, I can't take this anymore. <laughs> I love that song. I love this one. Mm. Mix them. Mm. <laughs> All right. Um, it's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041. 1041 Star 1041. On your singular wireless phone. Our boy L.S. Dean is here, hideout heretic. He brought in Randy and Scarlett, a couple of chicks. And some great pizza. And here's the thing. Oh, and Hot Heather is here, back for a second night. Outstanding. Why is it wherever I sit, she's always across the table from me? <laughs> because you're so uncomfortable. You're repelling. I mean, look even how far the girl... Randy. Randy, who's sitting right next to you, is sitting away from you. And I want to know if that's Randy with an I or a Y. Because... 
A Y. I think I bet it's spelled R H A U N D I E. Nope, that's a Y. Is it spelled normal? Like Randy Johnson? Like a dude? The boys way. Normal boys way? Alright, it would help if we had people that could help do your I don't even worry about it because I don't even think it's turned up. Mm-hmm. Um, we got everybody running around. Now all of a sudden people are acting like producers because <laughs> girls are here. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, we'll talk to the chicks in a second because apparently one of them was in Playboy. Uh, You're welcome. Yeah, Ellis Dean. Ellis Dean said he would bring... You were in Playboy, Ellis? Uh, yeah. Nice. I've been in many episodes... Which pieces of me have been? Have you ever actually done that where you're in Playboy and you like oh, yeah. wrap it around yourself just with the hopes <laughs> of the feeling that somehow should be when turns alive? When How you're did... younger, you uh, you tend to drill some holes. How did you know? And then you also press yourself against the television, thinking mm-hmm. maybe. What the hell's going on at your house? <laughs> you never done that? No. Yeah, me either. I spit on the television too. Okay. Oh, right I in the that. face. Right in the. Matt, you're in the hideout of World Radio. What do you got, Matt? Gentlemen, and I guess now, ladies, uh, have, how is everything going tonight? Eh, you know, whatever. Yeah, hey. We're a little tired from landing a plane earlier this evening, yeah. so. Congratulations, I, by I the way. I was about to say, you did such a great job with that, Hefe. I'm surprised you made it here in time. Yeah, well, you know, I always, I'm here, and I'm always ready to work. It takes a little bit more to be a champion. What do you got, hey, Matt? Exactly. And drum roll, please. I'm not sure if it was Dubs or Putin, but tonight's Obscure Pop Culture Reference Award goes to... Footloose with Kevin Bacon. That was me. That was Dubs who started it, and then Putin ruined it trying to run <laughs> yeah. with the joke. And thank you, Matt. I like when you call in with the obscure reference thing. All right, so Dubs has this audio that he wants to play for us. Yeah, uh, last night I was just flipping through the channels. I landed on um, Sundance Network, and they have a new show called Transgeneration, which is a show that follows around transgendered students at colleges. It tends to be one of the most uncomfortable yet funny shows you'll ever watch. Now, is it is, is the audio going to be good, or is it something we need to see? Uh, it helps to see it, but the audio is still good. I cut it up, and I got some of the best parts. Uh, the first one we have is an Asian male-to-female transformation, and she is uh, going to theater class where she has to kiss a dude and the dude doesn't know that she's actually a man <laughs> so i mean who hears that not happen to um okay so here it is well all, all of us usually know but we tend to choose to back. ignore yeah being right. a transsexual makes you more aware of the surroundings because you are constantly observing, constantly looking at people if they are looking at you and making fun of you yes if only i was a girl I would be so happy. <laughs> this class is beginning acting class. Essentially what I tell the students is this class is about who are you? I have a penis. What are you hiding I'm a from dude us? with a vagina. And are you ready to take a risk to maybe share some of that? We will be doing a scene from August Wilson's Fences. Me and my scene partner presented um, a short play. You want to make him want to come home? What can I do to get Scott to want to come home with me? Intimate relationships, guys. Right? Majority of theater. Uh, what's going on right now? The teacher is trying to get them uh, to act better. So what they're what she's trying to do is get them to get closer, hug a little bit, and kiss a little bit. I, 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 this reminds me. I've taken acting classes, mm-hmm. and they suck. 
Well, it's I mean, always so stupid. The uh, professors, or whatever they call themselves in acting class, is always such a failed actor actress. Mm-hmm. Now, does the teacher know what's going on? No. I no just, one knows exactly. I, now, and it's just video cameras there following this chick um, dude? Yeah, and it's up to the uh, the chick dude to tell people that she is or she isn't, you know. They they leave it up to her to tell them the truth. And that's what they're following them for? Because eventually mm-hmm. they're going to tell? Yeah. Is she going to tell? Not here. Oh. But... It's about intimate relationship. The teacher was really trying to get a connection going on between me and Scott. I'd like you both to do a very simple thing. Kiss each other each other. Did, she, did they cut out her tongue in the operation, too? What is this that? This is the one that we went and looked at. This is She is deaf. All right, never like mind. Like, she wears a, she wears a hearing aid. All right. I mean, she can hear a little bit, but... Okay, hold on a second. So it's a deaf, transsexual yeah. actress. Talk about uh, having the deck stacked against you. Is she going to move to L.A. so that she can become a star? Actually, this is uh, where this one's taking place, is in L.A., college out there. I heard she's going to be uh, the new neighbor in Joey, so it should work out. Kiss each other each on the cheek. Sounds like a transsexual alert. She's going to kiss you on the cheek. Is that okay? It was really uncomfortable for me because Scott doesn't know that he's kissing a man. You just give her a nice little kiss on the cheek right there. Good. Are we okay? Okay. Okay. Good. You okay? Oh, yeah. Okay. The thing is, right now, I don't want to tell Scott because he's my classmate and he's going to be my classmate. Sounds Next winter, and I'm going to have up. the same class. I don't want, and also I don't want him feeling uncomfortable too. I mean, you know, a guy, especially a straight guy, they still have this kind of thing about homosexual. <laughs> so I don't want him to feel uncomfortable. <laughs> That's the last thing you want is anybody to feel uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, now, was that tape of uh, Celine Dion on Larry King? Because I think that's actually Celine Dion there. Get the kayak and go to the balls. You get them. What is that? Right, now, right. now, what does is, what is the chick dude look like? Uh, the chick dude actually has a nice body. In the right light, you definitely throw it to her. All right. I actually just saw a video of it. Chick dude kind of looks like Randy who's in here. Not 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 face, but body wise. Yeah, the body's actually tight. The face is uh, hit. You know, of all the people that do this, Asians I think pull it off the best. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, I think I think definitely there's more of a feminine face so with the Asian right. features. And there's they don't they're not like very hairy or anything. Mm-hmm. Like you couldn't pull it off, or I couldn't pull it off because you put us in a dress and there's shoulder hair. Yeah, you're right. I've done that, and it's not. All right, never mind. It's not pleasant. Uh, All right. What's the next clip? The next one is uh, of Gabby. Gabby's another male-to-female transformation. Uh, she She's going to... Uh, one quick question. Is it ever female-to-male? Yes, we have some female-to-males. All right. But uh, Gabby's a male-to-female transformation, and she's going to make gay friends, but she uh, also, uh, all the gay friends that she's making, thinks she's too touchy-feely. Okay. So here's Gabby. This year I'm definitely going to get myself out and meet people, hopefully. <laughs> All right, hold on. That's He's trying to be a chick? Yeah, I mean, he's doing everything except for the voice. He can't get the voice down. <laughs> All right, what does he look like? Or uh, yeah. It's uh, Napoleon uh, Hermaphrodite. That's what it looks like. <laughs> <laughs> Just all hunched over. <laughs> Nasty hair. You guys are retarded. 
Gosh. And it's so funny. There's one scene in this where, where she's uh, shaving her face wearing a bra. Oh, yeah. All right, Chunks, that's your next stunt for the Helmet of Pain. Making gay friends right. and being too touchy-feely with them? No. Oh, you know what? You Shaving know what? with the uh, bra on. That Filipino chick dude thing? Mm-hmm. Apparently, it's deaf. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we said that. Oh, mm-hmm. I didn't I missed that part. I was too busy trying to find pictures. <laughs> uh, Not bad. All right, you know, and, and Tommy found them. You go to... Oh, wow, meet the student. All right, go to SundanceChannel.com slash transgeneration. Meet the students, and it has pictures of all of them. Oh, this is great. Yeah, you got to try to find Gabby. All right, let me see if I can find Gabby. She's so frumpy. She looks like our old intern, Puck, with longer hair, just like scrawny and ugly and really white. Okay, so this is the chick dude. Yeah. All right, give me Gabby. All right, go ahead. Let me hear more of this. Probably the biggest obstacle. Again, right now I'm collecting these so I can make, like, a queer cape for me. Rainbow. She hasn't quite got the common sense thing all yet. She hasn't quite learned the social rules, so she'll touch you all the time. Yes, Catherine. Go away. No. Gabby really likes being touched by people. It's just a lot of the acceptance thing. Gabby, seriously, back off. I really love hanging out with my friends and just chatting, cuddling. Cuddling is definitely one of my big ones. <laughs> That's supposed to be a chick? Yeah. <laughs> she, she really like cuddling. Dudes! Well, if you listen to Slayer, <laughs> I like to scream some death metal out while I'm cuddling. Slayer! No! All right, I've seen that picture of Racy. She is kind of, it's kind of hot. You're right. I think I would throw it to it. I mean, are these it's? Like, I mean, were they born like this? These no, are no, genders, or are these like hermaphrodites? These are, or these close, are people who are, are, both of these are pre-ops. And uh, Gabby, actually, with this next track, talks about her uh, transformation that she's going to go to a doctor and become post-op. So they're, they're not they're not tr- they're not true transgenders then. They're just not yet, but they're, they're going to be. Well, I think most of them. I, I think this is a, that way. I think this is a whole thing of them going from one to another. Yeah, because I think honestly it's mislabeled because it's the the name of the show is transgeneration, but I don't think that's technically what it is. All right, let's hold. We got a break. Ah, all right, we'll take a break. Well, it's all right. We have 45 more minutes. <laughs> Between that and the hot chicks in studio, I think we're okay. I gotta get home and watch Lost. Oh, wait till 11. Can't. Ugh. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. No! Alright, welcome back into the hideout. We're already at 1041 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Dubs has discovered a show on the Sundance channel. Transgeneration. Where I guess it's two dudes who are turning into chicks, and then two dudes, oh no, and then two, two chicks, chicks who want to be dudes. And all their friends too, so there's actually a, a wide spectrum, but there's four main people. Uh, Gabby, Lucas, Racy, and TJ. 
And you can actually see pictures of these people on SundanceChannel.com slash transgeneration. All right, so where are we at now? What clip we got, Dubs? We're on our second Gabby clip. and she's... By the way, Gabby. Wait till you see her up close. Wait till you watch the video and see her up close. But looking at what's online, she just looks like kind of a frumpy chick. You know, like your average kind of kind of has like the the fatty triceps and. But she's the one that really sounds dude like. Yeah, that's the one that sounds like wants to go. Yeah, wants listen to, to Slayer. Ride a Harley. Hmm. Uh, Gabby on this one. Slayer. She, she talks about her hate for her penis and how she's looking forward to getting it removed and how her parents are supportive. I hate mine too. It's always going bad, awful places and. Oh my God. Dudes. Hey, whatever. It really is really uncomfortable to be preoperative, to have the organ there, and I really, like, with absolutely no emotional attachment to it whatsoever, just really wanting to get rid of it. It really does limit what I can really have, like, with an intimate relationship. Yeah. Because it's not like I can really be intimate, like, with myself or anything either, and it's really hard. No. I fortunately was able to talk with my parents. It was really exciting because, you know, then I, I finally have my date set in time and it's going to be March 18th you know it's going to get done I have my parents to support me and I was really nice when that finally happened right, could you imagine that's what you're looking forward to you got a date set to get it your what, junk cut off what would your what would you say to your kid if he came up to you and said he wanted to be a she and he wants you to pay for an operation I mean I guess I'd be supportive I'd pay for football and put it right in his hand and say hey Let's let's try to work this out this way first, yeah. and then we'll talk. Try sports. Yeah, well, let's play some. Uh, we'll start with fast pitch softball, work our way up, <laughs> and see if we can get you uh, on the right track. Four seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Would you feel like a failure? I think to a point, yeah. I'd just be mad at my sperm that the wrong one made it there, <laughs> the wrong DNA, you know. All right, now who we got next? The next one is uh, the one you said looked like Carl Rove. <laughs> yeah, um, Lucas. Lucas looks like a young Carl Rove. Yeah, like, he, he's a uh, female to male transformation, and he talks uh, to an already transformed friend about being excited about growing a penis. You don't just grow growing one. a penis. Yeah, yeah. I guess what happens? You take testosterone pills, and the man in the boat turns into. Wow. Yeah. Can I get some of those pills? Does it make you bigger? I don't think so. I would uh, think it would do the same thing for a regular dude. Chunks, get Lucas on the phone. I want to share some pills. He realized that the worries that he was having weren't for himself. They were more for like family issues um, and job issues, which he realized it's going to be a lot easier. <laughs> as soon as my <laughs> monstrably bigger than yours, you can You'll be fighting me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's good. <laughs> It's gonna be awesome. Can't wait. <laughs> well, I'm what I'm hoping. Like it seriously, it makes a lot. Yeah, like, like over, like a hundred percent at least. Like over that. Oh, that, like it's good. Like he can, he can people now. Like I'm like good now. Like it's good. And I feel I may be able at that point to have sex. Like. Well, more comfortable. It makes you more comfortable to have, you know, who you're with, like be able to to treat it like. A whereas if it's not, you know, if it's not bigger, you can't do that. It's not, and, yeah. and you know, when you're with somebody and they can do that, you're like, oh god, finally, this is great. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> sex is much better now, so and I'm a lot more comfortable now, so it's good. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping for. Wow. <laughs> that's all I got as a talk show host. Wow. That was so hot. <laughs> what do you do? Run I a mean, batch? But listen to it? Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, well, you're serious. What's going on there? I so, don't know, and they can't keep the, the language down. So I have to beep out everything. So they're talking about essentially wanting the man in the boat to be real big, mm-hmm. to be like it were a member. <laughs> and I guess one of them has already gone through this and is giving the thumbs up on it. Why don't they just like attach it to the end of an airplane and just try to stretch? <laughs> try to pull it like they were a bunch of midgets on Fox. You know, like, ah. do that at the county fair with like the tractor pull. Tie it to a mil- like a milk jug or something. Yeah, just cinder block. Weights, yeah. Oh, my goodness. All right, what's the final one? The final one is Andy. Andy's another female-to-male transformation uh, at Michigan State University. And uh, he, he's a big protest guy and goes to protest the sale of uh, some KKK outfits over in Howell, Michigan. Right where Dubs was born. <laughs> yep, right next door to where I was uh, born and raised. So these are the people I had to grow up around for 20 years. Andy is a person that's in my life. He is a transgender identified person. And he's someone that I clash on a personality level more than I clash with anybody else. I guess, like, politically, I would identify as a revolutionary anarchist. Somebody is auctioning off three, I believe, KKK robes. No Nazis, no KKK, no fascist USA. around their face and this old lady's yelling are you afraid to show that you're a gay oh i thought they were yelling that to the kkk yes yeah, i thought so no so no it was, the, it was the old people that were selling the kkk uniforms yelling to these uh transgenders oh my god well they're trying to uh do their little chant now here's the funny thing about that is it andy or is it tj did we get anything uh, it, from TJ? TJ was the person at the beginning who doesn't get along with Andy. Okay. Because if you go to the website, the SundanceChannel.com slash transgeneration, she looks like she was going to be a hot chick when she grew up, and now she's just an ugly dude. Hanging out at the Riv. Yeah. All right. Why are you just making Lansing, East Lansing comments because it's Michigan State? Why are you covering your face? Afraid to show you're a gay? What? <laughs> you can hear the Michigan accent in that, too. Afraid to show you're gay? It sounds like your mom. Really? If you see these people, I'm I'm sure they know my mom. I'm positive. They all hang out and chain smoke and tan together. <laughs> At the one tanning booth. Oh, all right, this thing's a hit. I love this show. How uncomfortable is it to watch? It starts off really uncomfortable, and like uh, the uh, 
the Asian girl, what was her name? Uh, Reese or Ricci? Yeah, Reese, I think. Or Racy or whatever. Uh, she will be like walking across campus and all these dudes are checking her out. <laughs> now, like, they, they, if they ever watch this and see it, they're just think, probably thinking, what the hell was I doing? All right, I look at it, man. I probably hit it. Yeah. It ain't mo if you don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna let you borrow the episode that I taped. If you look at her, and uh, sometimes you can tell there's a bulge in the pants. Oh, Heather had a question about that. Maybe mm-hmm. she just needs to shave. She had a question about the about the you know what. Well, go ahead, hi. What's Heather? up, Heather? Would it be gay if the guy or girl knew that they were transgender after the operation, like after they had their? Okay, they were once a guy, but they got. Uh, changed through surgery to be a girl and say I do her. Am I gay for doing the uh, used to be guy? All right, hold on a second. Let's ponder that for one moment because we're up on a break and that could that's literally a very serious discussion we need to have. Uh, we'll take a break. We'll come Mo. back. Also, uh, LS Dean is here uh, along with Hot Heather, uh, Scarlet, who had an interesting observation, who doesn't want to talk on the radio, but that's fine. She can just sit there and be eye candy. And uh, Randy, who we also need to talk to, because apparently she's been in Playboy. So a lot still to get done in the last half hour, half hour of the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. It's kind of fitting. Too bad it has to be edited. Yeah. Welcome back into the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Can we get anybody from the show on the show? I'm sure I'd love try- to. I'm sure they're probably trying to pimp it. I mean, it's on the Sundance channel. If we do, try to get Apple. Apple is uh, Racy's, one of Racy's friends that is completely Yao Ming in a dress. That's actually where I got this one from. <laughs> oh, God. And she's just walking around tall as all hell. <laughs> And uh, I guess that racy girl doesn't like to walk around with her because it totally gives her away that she is transgender. All right, and the, the name or, of the show is Tranny, whatever. Is Transgeneration on Sundance Channel. Dubs just played us some clips. However, you didn't have a clip of one of them telling that. Of, like, I guess the dude chick yeah, uh, saying she used to be a dude or she is a dude. Well, when I was uh, watching this, I didn't know what I was watching at first, and it didn't even really say exactly what it was on the uh, info of the show. So I'm sitting there watching it, and one of the uh, chick dudes, actually, uh, Gabby, was sitting there on the computer during a computer lab with a guy sitting right next to her. And the guy asked her, why are all these cameras around? What's going on? And she was very open about it and says uh, they're following around transgendered students trying to see what it's like to uh, go through school as a transgendered student. Ponders it for a second. So who's the transgender? (laughs) (laughs) And even after that, he uh, did a little uh, post-interview with uh, the, the camera crew. And said, "Well, I was just checking her out like any dude would be, you know." So he admits that he thought he was, she was cute. Until- right. Hi, Heather. You had a uh, observation that we wanted. What was it once again? How gay would it be to just 
know that that person had gone through the change and then still proceed to have relations. Or okay, okay, so you already know. Yeah. Uh, all right, you've... All right, we can attack it from two angles. First of all, it was a dude who is now a chick, mm-hmm. has gone through the operation, and you know you're about to have sex with it. Is that gay? Yeah. Wouldn't hmm. it be a little bit creepy? If it's you, no. If it's your friend, yes. <laughs> Good answer. Because, like, you're Mo. getting attracted to what essentially looks like a woman. Mm-hmm. If and you has knew, woman parts now. If you knew them beforehand and then... Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. That's kind of weird then. All right, 407-916-1041, I'm still tempted to say it, it, it's, it's Mo. All right, but if in your mind you were having heterosexual sex, then it's not gay. But in your mind you know... That you kind of aren't. You kind of well, have to fool yourself almost. Mm-hmm. Well, in a way, it's sort of like, what if a chick gets plastic surgery and now all of a sudden you find her hot? But she was a chick before that. I know, but I'm saying you're <laughs> But does, getting... that mean, does that mean you're banging an ugly chick? Yes, a once ugly chick. No woman is ugly unless they speak. Then they're just hideous. And <laughs> I said that, and I just cringed waiting for them. To I know. They they both, they all, the hot, all the hot chicks turned around and looked at you like, what the hell? Ellis Dean. And, and on this on the same topic, I mean, if, if you're getting with a uh, with a guy that used to be a girl, is it Mo then? I well, mean, that's, well, that's, that's what, what we were, we're talking, talking about. about. Oh. Um, um, I'm an idiot. You're, you're out. Ellis Dean. Yeah, you're out smoke. <laughs> or dropping acid, whatever. Something. Um, four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. All right, but what if you were really in love? How about this, J Dubs? You and I are in love, we and all know this. we decide out of the two of us, you'd be the better chick. I would be cuter. So you have the operation. If we're in love, does it really matter? It doesn't matter, but you have to be honest with yourself. I was a dude once. Now you're banging me. Isolate that. Now how here's what's funny too is like how do you do that like technically like even the uh, simple things like going to the restroom have to be so yeah, different. Now that's what I didn't understand completely. Uh the the surgery to turn a dude into a chick, I guess they kind of turn the part inside out. All right. Oh, <laughs> that's what they that's the briefing that they gave you on the show. I, why not just be gay? It's a good question. I guess with what... Uh, Hurts too much? With what Gabby... No. Did you just hear the operation? <laughs> it's only three hours. That's a one-time deal. Of course it's only three hours. There's not much to do. <laughs> you'd think they, they just when you're dealing with that part, you'd be a little more careful than three hours. Why? It's not like you're going to have any feel. Now, uh, what Gabby was talking about, why she wasn't just going gay, was that she didn't feel right as a guy. Her penis meant nothing to her. That I can't understand. (laughs) But she's attracted to penises? Yes. She doesn't like her own? Yes. Now, that's what seems uh, weird, Scarlett. You have one of those things you always crave. You know what I mean? I'm sure you do. No, not <laughs> You just figured you'd love it so much. 
It's like you're lucky, like how guys always talk about, if they had boobs, they'd stay home and just play with them constantly. Chunks does. That's why he never gets any work done. Berto, you're in the hideout on Royal Radio. What do you got, Berto? What's going on, guys? Go ahead, dope. You said that thing, uh, if you're banging a chick that's uh, had plastic surgery, are you banging an ugly chick? Mm-hmm. Technically, no, because she had plastic surgery, so she's kind of hot now. Mm-hmm. The problem comes in if you have a kid with her. Your kids are going to look like what she looked like before True. the surgery. Oh, man. Because I remember seeing it on, uh, they had that extreme makeover crap on TV with the two ugly people, and they, like, fell in love on TV and crap. <laughs> they were on TV, their kid was ugly as hell, but they were all like, eh, you know. <laughs> they were in love. Thank you, Berto. Huh. Jamie, you're in the high down in rural radio. What do you got, Jamie? All right, um... In my opinion, if you got an XY chromosome in bed with another XY chromosome, that's got to be gay. I, that's where I'm falling, you know, because you don't change the genetic makeup of the person. That genetic makeup is still all man. But if it's all about chromosomes, I don't believe that. That last guy sounded pretty gay. If, if in your mind you're having heterosexual sex, then it's then it's not gay, even if the other person has a penis. If somehow in your mind you're thinking, hey, I'm with a chick right now, then you're with a chick. What are you, just you drawing the part on her? I'm just justifying. John, you're in the hideout on Royal Radio. Uh, hey, guys. Uh, how's it going? All right. Uh, you know, basically, my experience has been... <laughs> All right, moron. I'm a transsexual. I knew that was too good to be true because he said he had actually been with a... Uh... Oh, I'm sure he has. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> He's but, not lying. But pre-op, though. All right, Winstonator says... Actually, this... pre-wig. <laughs> Winstonator says this is by far the most disturbing show we've ever done. Really? <laughs> he must not have heard the gay for pay segment we did on mixtapes then. Yeah, that's we've gone way worse. Way worse. I'm uh, a nice man! All right, let's take a break. And it's true, because you're not, like, the XYXY thing, you're not DNA testing while you're doing it. You're just exchanging. I do. All right. I blood test, DNA test, I, uh, an IQ test to make sure that one's real low. I have a whole lab set up at home, but I don't have any needles, but I still take blood tests. Um, we'll take a break. We'll come back. Uh, hot Heather is here. LS Dean is here with Scarlett and Randy, uh, two hot chicks. So we got three hot chicks in studio right now. And we've been talking about and we're trans- gonna find out if they have penises. <laughs> we've been talking about dudes uh, who want to be chicks. Uh, we'll try to hetero this up in the last 45, uh, 15 minutes. It's a hideout row radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the hideout row radio 104.1. Wrapping it up on a Wednesday night. These are my new. All right, I want you recording this show every week, J-Dub. Oh, I am. Taking batch breaks. I want to uh, meet a transgendered person. Probably have, and I just didn't know it. Right here. Ellis Dean? Oh, God. The funniest thing about... Your vagina would be so ugly. (laughs) I I was an East German woman. I believe it. The... The funniest thing about the uh, girls turning into guys, they always look like like uh, fat 14-year-olds. You know, fat 14-year-old boys. <laughs> if you if you watch the show, in they uh, during the show they sat in like this little support group at their college for transgendered kids in school, and uh, it was just a whole group of either 
just sobbing, sobbing uh, guys that used to be girl or girls that used to be guys or guys that used to be girls that look like fat fourteen year olds. Hmm. It's hot. All right, already. <laughs> Rick, you're it's in the shower hot. room. I want to be in. <laughs> Rick, you're in the hot. I don't know radio. <laughs> Uh, well, I have a reason why theoretically a transgendered person could be better than uh, than a real chick because, all right, here's the first out of two reasons. Mm. First one is you don't got to deal with all the PMS and all the menstruation, mm. uh, menstrual-related cramps and things like that and mood swings that uh, the chicks get while they're on their period, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And the second reason is... I know <laughs> yep. it. It was going there. But he, At least he threw out something before it. He did bring up a good point, though. Yeah, you don't have to deal with them on their cycle. Who's that, the singing guy? The guy? Yeah. I guess. Hey, I wonder, too. I call him Mr. Hilarity. <laughs> if every chick that you knew just got a hysterectomy, if that would just take care of it. And then that way they wouldn't have to uh, do the whole thing. Would that work out all right? Coming from a feminist, that's the uh, that's the most chauvinist thing I've ever heard coming no, out of your mouth. No, I'm just wondering. Like, Shock phys- jock. Uh, no, I'm wondering physically if it would work. <laughs> what? <laughs> I was thinking about the science. <laughs> All right, speaking of uh, shock jocks, apparently mm-hmm. we're not the first one to talk to her. Um, but Randy, who L.S. Dean brought in, used to be, or not used to be, was in Playboy. Yeah. And uh, I want to thank Eric, who sent me pictures of her. Yeah, yeah. Nudes? Yeah, nudes of her. There's this one where... Why the hell is this not in my email, then? Where she's bent over. I knew you were going to be mad about it right when uh, after yeah. I said it. There's another one of her... Who are you, anyway, back there? Turned around, <laughs> like, angry-looking. You had this look on your face, like you you, you had trouble fixing your truck. <laughs> <laughs> like the carburetor wouldn't go back together. Or you have to poo. Yeah, actually, ironically. <laughs> and then there's a full frontal. Nice. Were they coaching you like that? Were they like, you know, make a face like you have to poo? <laughs> yeah. Run for me. Not exactly. <laughs> I uh, growl. <laughs> you just took X like six hours ago. <laughs> yeah. Get into the mood. <laughs> and then there's another one. Is it, is that a piercing down there? Yeah. Okay. Is I was still hoping. there. I was hoping yeah. because otherwise that you that would be something else. She's a transient. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what it is. No. I'm a transsexual. <laughs> so what uh? What issue were you in? What was your bit? Um, it's the lingerie April May issue. Um, it was actually a woman of uh, McDonald's. <laughs> you were working at McDonald's? I was for like five years. <laughs> and uh, they contacted you. How did they get a hold of you? Uh, me and one of my friends, just me and one of my guy friends, played around, took some pictures, turned them in, and they called me. Wow. So were you the only McDonald's chick in there? No, there was. Um, I think I remember hearing girls, about this. Yeah. What's that? Me and four other girls did it. Nice. I think. Did they have you posing with food? With food? Yeah, they, um, it was funny because we had to wake up really early for the photo shoot in Chicago, and, um, they actually made us wait until 10.30 until they started serving fries so I could hold a thing of, of real McDonald's uh, fries. There were no playmates working at McDonald's when I worked there. This is, <laughs> this is ridiculous. All right, Tom, all right, Tommy, I'm gonna, all right, here's the conversation I'm having on I Am with Tommy. Forward. No. Do it. No. I will beat your jacking hand into amputation. No. And I believe him. Yeah. All right, I'm forwarding it now, bro. Where, where did he go? I don't know where he went, but I'm sure he's about to come around and attack. I'm sending Whoa, it no. now. Run, dude. I'm sending Run. it. I already closed them down. Let me send them to you. Jesus. They're pretty hot, though. I, no. Leave my hand alone. He's going to beat your jacking hand. Ow, dude. 
the hell's wrong with you? I'm not trying to flex what? Who was that that was just in there? Who was that? Uh, that's Kevin Bacon. <laughs> Kevin he's Bacon. Our, he's our producer. One of the Bacon brothers. Tommy Bacon. So, all right, so you're one, I guess you're not working at McDonald's now, are you? No. Well, that kind of sucks. I feel ripped off. Yeah. <laughs> I worked there for a little while after I did it. They weren't uh, They weren't very happy with me. Did it was you? a very Catholic or Christian restaurant. Yeah. I was their manager. It's not like it's Chick-fil-A. <laughs> now, well, they knew it was the girls at McDonald's, right? Didn't they know that Playboy was doing that? Yeah. Uh, the owner's sons are the ones that told me about it, but the owner wasn't very happy when I actually did it. <laughs> You're out there getting publicity. Which McDonald's did you work at? Down in Winter Park. What's the address? Uh... 1008. Was it a John Co. McDonald's? Ave. What'd you say? Was it a John Co. McDonald's? No. Okay. What does that mean, LSD? Oh, John Co. Uh, John Petrakis owns like the most franchise McDonald's in Orlando. Oh, I didn't know that. Have you ever had sex like near the fryers or anything like that? <laughs> Can't say that I have. Yes. No. But it's been done. <laughs> Has there been? Have you ever done it in the premises? No. Mm. That would be kind of a dream. <laughs> like in the playground. Quarter pounder in the mouth. In the freezer. In the playground, I think. Oh, yeah, and the balls? <laughs> I'm glad you said it, Shock but actually, jock. that's what I was thinking. Shock jock. We are hiding. Yeah, yeah They took yeah. the ball pit out. <laughs> yeah, well, damn, that would be a blast. Yeah. So what's next for yeah. you, then? Yeah. What are you going to do now, Randy? Um. Now that you're done with this, now that you're done with McDonald's and done with porn, where are you going to? Um. Movies? Uh, Acting? <laughs> That'd be nice. More modeling, maybe. Modeling? You got a uh, like a website or anything? No. An agent? <laughs> no. <laughs> Are you just hanging out with LSD? <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Well, he's getting you places. That's right. Apparently. By the way, I want to thank LSD for bringing by the food from Fratello's. This is good stuff. I thought you said you brought wings by. Uh, no, four pizzas. Four oh. pizzas. Yeah. Is that enough I for you? I bring wings next time. <laughs> That's no, not, not enough. <laughs> uh, 407-737-7775. Fratello's. www.fratello'spizza.com. I can't spell, so that's going to be tough. And neither can the audience. Well, um... And by the way, Hot Heather's in charge of chicken, man. I got pizza covered. That's so true. Uh, All right, here's the thing. I want to thank Randy and Scarlett and L.S. Dean and Hot Heather for stopping into the hideout tonight, J-Dubs. I want to thank you for being my co-pilot as we landed that plane safely in Los Angeles and still made it to the show. It took a team. You know, there's no way one of us could (laughs) have done it. So I want to thank you as well. And I want to thank you for finding transgeneration. Because <laughs> I have a feeling that's just going to be the source of endless material. I've been thanking myself ever t- since I watched it. So. All right, here's what's going on tomorrow. It is the... Actually, transgeneration gave me the power to land that plane. It is... The inspiration. Is the official hideout after party, 33 West Church Street. Because Schiller's. if a man can cut off his penis, I can land a plane. I'm doing a commercial. <laughs> oh. uh, no cover, live music, great drinks, uh, $2 Miller Lights and Jaegers at all three bars all night long tomorrow. And uh, $3 frozen drinks at Chillers. Tomorrow night, your host is Tommy Bateman, practically Shock a male model. Uh, the official hideout after party, and this week's prizes yeah, include yeah. Nine Inch Nails and Pennywise tickets. Uh, dubs also tomorrow, the Thursday night open door policy. Open door moved to Thursday nights from 9 to 11, and Chunks will be paying off the hideout fantasy football bet. Oh, yeah. Helmet of pain. Helmet of pain. We're going to line the floor of the hideout with mouse traps. 
because he lost in fantasy football over the weekend. He's going to be topless, dressed as a rat, crawling across the floor. Blindfolded. With the mousetraps. <laughs> By the way, Chunks, you have to go get the mousetraps tomorrow. Don't yes. forget about that. So that's rat, rat traps, right? <laughs> yeah, no mouse traps. We'll do it as mouse traps. Oh, Next time, rat traps. So nine to eleven, open door policy. Then we head to Chillers for the official hideout after party. That's going to be every Thursday night. I guess that's it. Wake up with the monsters in the morning. Our buddies, uh, yeah. Shannon Burke middays, Phillips yeah. file in the afternoon. Yeah. And we'll be back at seven. Don't yeah. be. Yeah. A- don't be ashamed, you're entertained. No. Listening yeah. to the hideout of Real Radio 104.1. Remember, always talk good. And if you're not outraged, you're not paying attention. Question authority, my friends. We out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. We're here. 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 We're You Orlando. I mean, stay classy. No. I'll be smacking my hoes. Everyone knows it goes. Kick him to the floor. Step on them hard. Step on them hard. Kick him to the floor. Cause I'll be smacking my hoes. I'll be smacking my hoes. I'll be smacking my hoes. Not interested. I don't. I. 5,000.